AutoTrader makes buying a car easier than ever. How? With the largest inventory of new and used vehicles, AutoTrader lets you shop for cars by monthly payment. So you know what you'll pay before you buy. And you know the prices are good because they're backed by Kelly Blue Book. Finally, it's easy. Start shopping at autotrader.com slash finally it's easy. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com. Com for program details. But I think the development of full artificial intelligence will spell the end of the human race. It's a flying object and we don't know what it is. I would hope somebody is checking it out. I'm glad the Pentagon is looking at this. If it poses a threat, I want them on top of it. Well, the craft generates its own gravitational field. Kelly, you said there's light in the sky? The Internet has become the command center for criminals and terrorists. Hey, we're wild, please, please help me! Yeah, well, that's, that's what we're instructed to say. Roswell, Area 51, alien kept deep under the ground. to Troubled Minds Radio. I'm your host, Michael Strange, and hello to all of you who may also have Troubled Minds. What's going on, guys? This show is live. We do it Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday at 7 p.m. Pacific. And what exactly is it that we do? Well, <laughs> well, we talk about all the things you're not allowed to talk about, and you know what they are? Aliens, conspiracy, the paranormal, the government, academia, the 24-hour news cycle, propaganda, and the general feeling that we live in the upside down. 
Now, of course, the upside down means a lot of things. It means a lot of things. And that's why we talk about all kinds of things on this show, because there's there's a lot to really think about. There's a lot to talk about. A lot of busy things going on in the world we live in. A lot of manufactured BS uh, going on in the world we live in. And that's what this is all about, a conversation about that those things that they would have us believe and also the things that are really happening out there because of course there's a lot that's really happening and um, there it is that's what this show's about in a nutshell but there's a whole lot more than that and so I'm not going to bore you with all those gruesome details you're going to have to tune in and listen and uh, we do uh, that wide berth for a reason because we don't want to leave out any details of important things because we fit into a particular niche right I I get a little grief sometimes like I've said for, for people showing up and asking How come this guy doesn't ever talk about UFOs? Well, because we've talked about UFOs a ton in the past, and it gets boring. It just gets boring, right? It, uh, it, it ends up in the same space of, like, politics, right? Like, instead of talking about, like, the wider aspects of UFOs and our place in the universe and all the rest of this, instead, we end up talking about Jimmy said this and Johnny said that and things like this. It, uh, it becomes, mm, what's it become? I don't know. It becomes, let's say, tiresome. It becomes tiresome. Like, I kind of don't care what Jimmy said about aliens unless Jimmy can bring me an alien. You know what I'm saying? And then there's lots of people that claim they've met the aliens and all the rest of this stuff. And, well, show me the alien, right? Show me the aliens. And, well, to date, uh, nobody's actually put an alien on a leash and walked it into Times Square. So, uh, just, uh, you know, Jimmy Jimmy in generic terms, not that Jimmy. You miss it. Uh, How about, we'll say Ringo. If Ringo said this, then, well... I kind of don't care what Ringo says. You know what I mean? That's what I mean. So anyway, uh, so point being is uh, there's a lot of things that we're going to cover tonight, a lot of things to talk about. But one of the things we do on this show is we do what's called a drinking the maybe juice. All right? Drinking the maybe juice. And what that means is uh, it's just kind of us speculating. It's us dreaming. It's us staring at the stars. And we're going to do some of that tonight because there's a whole lot happening with this past weekend. Uh, Merry, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, all the rest of that stuff. If I wish you goodwill right now when you're mad well <laughs> your problem not mine but uh, I, ho- I hope that uh, the holiday season finds you well and uh, that's that's what's happening right uh, right now there's a lot happening because we got holidays we got people traveling we've got all the rest of this but over the weekend that's right saturday of all times christmas day the james webb telescope launched yeah All right, so we'll get to that tonight, and we're going to talk about that specifically, and what might it find. But before we do all the rest of that, we got some things to take care of. I did mention this show is live, all right? And I do not have any inside sources on anything I talk about. It's just the interwebs. It's the internet, just like you guys see, and uh, except there is one advantage, all right? The secret weapon of troubled minds is you. That's right, you. If you're out there listening right now, it's Monday night, it's December 27th, and we're just hanging out talking about amazing things. Uh, You are the actual secret, the secret weapon of troubled minds. And what I mean by that is uh, I'm one person, I can only think of so many things. I try and think of a wide spectrum of things to talk about, but I miss things. I'm only one person. But when we get together and put our minds together, things change. And the way we do that is exactly this. Just pick up the phone. 
old school, dial us just like the old red bat phone. You remember that? 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. We'll put you on the show. And uh, easy as that, watching the phone lines, watching all the chat and all the places. And you can also join the Discord at troubledminds.org. That's the official website. And you can find us there. And we're streaming on the website itself. So if you ever don't know what's going on, we go Monday through Thursday, 7 p.m. Pacific. You can find the, the actual stream, the live stream right there on the website, troubledminds.org. Of course, we've got the Discord running. Please click the Discord link there. We've got the Fringe FM Discord running as well. I see you guys over on Fringe. What's up, Mike J? And what's up? Who is that? That purple text is horrific. Uh, freak, Freakinate? What's up, Freakinate? Mike J and Freakinate. I see you guys there. How's everybody doing tonight? And uh, that's what's up. So, Fringe.fm slash chat. The easiest way to listen to Troubled Minds is to download the Fringe app and uh, Monday through Thursday, smash the play button. Because if you hadn't noticed, right, we used to do uh, a couple hours, uh, four hours of programming with uh, myself and Joe Roop of live radio. All right. Yes, we are on the radio. And so the thing is, Ryan Gable recently started streaming uh, actually live, doing live radio. He used to do a pre-recorded show that everybody would listen to after Joe Roop show. So it would be two hours of Troubled Minds, two hours of Lighting the Void, and then two hours of The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. But Ryan Gable has been going live now instead. And so as a result, we've got six hours of back-to-back live radio on deck for you. Three different hosts, three different shows, six full hours. It's hard to beat that. Hard to beat that. Not only that, uh, we all talk about amazing things, different amazing things. Uh, don't worry. Don't worry about that little guy in the chat. I'm going to ban him super fast. Spammers, no mercy. No mercy on the spammers. Okay. So that's what we're doing tonight. We're talking about this James Webb telescope. Okay. Now, as it, it takes off, uh, we have some time before we actually know if this thing even works. We'll get to that a little bit later tonight as well. But the thing is this, right? It's an exciting time for humanity. All right. If you watch uh, the propaganda channels, CNN or Fox News or anywhere in between, uh, you know who they are. I don't need to name them all because I'll leave one out and somebody out there might think, I knew it. The channel I watch is not propaganda. No, I'm pretty sure it is. <laughs> Just pretty sure it is. So anyway, anyway, all the propaganda out there says the world is over. The world is ending. And I mean that only halfway tongue in cheek. But the thing is this, right? It, it, that stuff, well, I mean, the world marches on, all right? The world doesn't stop because somebody tells us it stops. Like, you still have to feed yourself. You still have to pay the bills. You still have to, right, keep a roof over your head. You still have air in your lungs, all right? Even if they say the comet's going to hit us tomorrow, well, we got 24 hours, don't we? You know what I mean? And I'm not saying the comet's going to hit us, so everybody relax there. But my point is, no, it's not over until it's over. All right? That's my point. And that's what this show's about. It's about, well, it's about looking inside. It's about looking outside. It's about staring at the stars. And of course, the best way to do that is with a brand new fancy telescope known as the James Webb Telescope. What's up, guys? I see you out there on the chat. We are streaming on Rockfin, YouTube, DLive, and Twitter, and, of course, broadcasting live on the Fringe FM. So let's get to it. Let's get to this. Now, all kinds of stuff is happening out there. Like I said, the holiday season, uh, you know, the uh, plane cancellations and all these different airports, and, right, the, the, the new variant. <sighs> well... That's why we don't talk about that stuff. Number one, they'll take us off YouTube. <laughs> Number two, 
it's exhausting. I said everything I need to say about this thing, this whatever this is out there, this, quote, pandemic, right? I said everything I need to say in January of 2020. By March, we were exhausted of it, and they hadn't even started anything yet politically. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. Interesting. Anyway, not so interesting, but I'm, I'm done with it. I'm done talking about it. I'm done thinking about it. Here we go. We're going to go to this instead. QZ.com. Did I cut out? Hold on. Hold on. Nah, nah. Radio should be fine. Radio looks good. Should be fine. It's not on my end. That's for sure. Thank you, Bernays. I appreciate that. Okay. So this is the thing, right? This is a article by QZ.com. That's Quartz.com. Of course, they got to get uh, super cute and trim it down as short as possible. So Quartz becomes QZ.com. But headline is this. I am the James Webb Space Telescope. And I have so much to do. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah, yeah. The, the movie. The movie is called Don't Look Up. That's right. With, uh, with J-Law and uh, Leo, Leonardo, right? I saw that. I almost watched that with Mrs. Strange this weekend. I was like, eh, should we? She's like, eh. <laughs> I was like, all right, fine. Let's, uh, we watched The Matrix instead. We'll, we'll get to that later on tonight as well. But okay, so the thing is this, right? This is, this is good, this is good. This is, this is the future, all right? H humanity needs to stop looking down at our dirty shoes and start looking up at the stars, all right? I've been saying that for a very long time, and that, that's really one of the reasons why uh, we started Trouble Minds in the first place. Uh, as, as a human species, I think our priorities are all out of whack, all out of whack, all right? Uh, but instead, uh, we, can, we can press our own narrative. And I think this James Webb Telescope is the start of hopefully, cross your fingers, something amazing, all right? So we'll read a little bit on this, uh, on this, uh, this article here. But the question for tonight is this. I, I, I've got some questions, as always, because this is the question show. This is not the answer show. It's like this. So the James Webb Telescope has launched, all right? It's out there in space. It's doing its thing. It's on its way to Lagrange Point 2. And so as we wait and this thing gets set up and gets all in the right place and does its thing, it's going to be months before we get the first images back from this thing. But in the meantime, we probably, well, we definitely get to speculate. Is this going to be the first human device put into space, this James Webb telescope that actually finds and confirms the existence of extraterrestrial life? That's the question. And so clearly, right, if anything is going to do it, whether it's a techno signature, whether it's going to spot, uh, I don't know, like a, uh, I don't know, like a UFO speed racer out there or something, or maybe, uh, maybe wormholes opening and closing. Who knows, right? This thing's super powerful, and they're saying it's going to actually look all the way back to the beginning of the universe, all right? Way back in time. So if that's the case, if anything out there, well, can find aliens, this is going to be it, right? This is going to be it, whether it's those techno signatures or something else. So that's the question tonight. Do you think it'll find evidence of extraterrestrial civilizations? It's, it's like a pretty easy binary question, right? Yeah or nah, right? Or maybe. I guess you could say maybe. But beyond that, there's a more interesting question to me. Think of the world in the way it is, all right? This, uh, we're people call, call it locked into the rat race. People call it uh, 
you know, tax slaves. People call it all the rest of these things, right? Not even getting into the religious implications of what this is all about, meaning extraterrestrial life. Well, what about the religious implications? Meaning that uh, some people have said that uh, aliens are gods or gods are aliens, okay? And ancient astronaut theorists say yes, for absolutely sure. But it doesn't matter what they say or any other nondescript group of people. You could say, hey, these people say yes. What about those people? Those people say yes. You start doing that, you start sounding like a racist, right? Stop, stop grouping people like that. What the hell's wrong with you? Anyway, thing is like this, right? If, 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 if we find aliens, all right, if we do, the question on my mind is more important that if they're out there or if they're not, the question becomes, what happens to life here on Earth? Do people actually, like I always joke, stop paying their taxes? Do people actually stop going to church? Does society as we know it actually break down? What do you think? I think that's the question here, right? Because clearly I'm talking to you guys, and you guys out there, if you hear me tonight on a Monday night, December 27th, uh, happy holidays, is that the, the question becomes to you, right? Many of you out there have seen something in the sky, all right? Many of you maybe already have a belief set up that there's extraterrestrial life, not just out there, but here, possibly here on Earth as well. So to me, if everybody out there listening to this, all the feedback I get about this show regarding this topic is, nah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be tripping, right? Well, we're not talking about you. We're talking about the normies, right? What would happen to society if aliens were found tomorrow. Do you think it would shut down? Do you think people would actually stop paying their taxes, their proverbial taxes? Do you think people would get off the hamster wheel and start staring at the sky a little more often? What do you think would happen? There seems to be this governmental something, right? Uh, they, they've been trying to cover up since the Roswell thing, the 1947 National Security Act and all the rest of that. Why are they doing that? Why are they doing that? Do they really think, do they really think that everything will just come to a screeching halt? Hmm. That's the question tonight. What do you think will happen? Let's say we're going to time travel a little bit because we can do that here because we've got our imaginations and we're going to time travel months in the future. And the very first image the James Webb telescope picks up is some sort of possible extraterrestrial life. Hmm. What next? That's the question that's on my mind tonight. Let's do a little bit of this reading on this uh, James Webb telescope. And uh, pretty good stuff, right? So this, this is a pretty good article by QZ. And there's a lot of actual pretty good papers out there because they've been working on the James, James Webb telescope for greater than a decade. They've put over $8 billion into this thing, which, of course, is 10x the, the budget which they predicted. And it's out there, and it had a successful launch right? So that's good. There's a lot of good things here. Um, but it's supposed to be able to open up our eyes to the real cosmos, to the deepest reaches of space. And so, well, <laughs> if that's the case, are we going to find them aliens? Are we going to find them aliens? You tell me. And as we do that tonight, so those, those are the actual questions for tonight. As we begin, and of course, it gets slippery after that. This slope gets super slippery, super fast. And what I mean is, if aliens, right, are, oh, I don't know, let's say the Anunnaki of old. Let's say if aliens are in some capacity, maybe Lovecraftian old ones, all right? Maybe something to that effect. What if... What if the gods themselves 
are actually out there roaming around the universe waiting to be found. I think the world turns further upside down, does it not? Or does it correct itself? It goes upside down twice, so it ends up right side up. Anyway, let's read a little bit of this. This is from, this is kind of cute from the, uh, from Quartz, and it starts like this. I am the James Webb Telescope, and I'm on the wildest ride of my young life. On December 25th, an Ariane 5 rocket shot me 870 miles above the Earth in half an hour and then spit me out. I zoomed past the moon about a day and a half later, twice as fast as it took those slow pokes on the Apollo mission. And now I'm on my way to my final destination, an orbit 1 million miles away from my home planet. It'll take me a little over a month to get there. All right. So we got a month, a little over a month, and we'll have this thing resting, waiting, trying to do some mission checks. And then hopefully soon after that, start sending back photographs of the distant cosmos. This article continues from Quartz. It says, When I do, I'm going to be a photographer. I have the biggest mirrors and the most sensitive cameras that any telescope has ever had. I can take pictures of the first galaxies that formed 13.5 billion years ago. And I can even look for signs of life in the atmospheres of planets orbiting around faraway stars. But... There's a lot I have to do before I start shooting my first photos. And this is, of course, a little tongue-in-cheek, uh, sort of cute, cute, Gucci-goo piece written by Quartz, as if the James Webb Telescope were writing us a letter itself. So anyway, uh, let's see. It says it was pretty cramped aboard the, the Ariane 5, so now I had to fold myself up to fit inside. Now that I'm in space, I finally have some room to stretch out. As soon as I left the rocket, I unfurled my solar panels, which will give me the fuel I need to work. About two hours after launch, I assembled an antenna that I'll use to communicate with some scientists back home. Since then, they've been sending me instructions about how to finish unfolding myself so I can finally start my mission. And we're talking about, uh, of course, the James Webb Telescope. So here's the craziest part. They're calling this 29 Days on the Edge. And this is it. Uh, honestly, this uh, article continues, the scientists back home seem a little stressed out. They say I'm in the middle of my 29 days on the edge when I'm performing my most complicated maneuvers and there are over 300 ways things could go wrong. It's kind of like when NASA sent the Curiosity rover to Mars and all the scientists held their breath during the seven minutes of terror as it landed on the surface, except my thing takes longer and is way more complex. Fortunately, I can't feel terror for any minutes because I'm a robot. <laughs> beep, beep, boop, boop. I'm a robot. Also fortunate, I already pulled off one of my most important early maneuvers. We're talking about the James Webb Telescope, of course, and this is a, a cheeky piece written by Quartz.com, as if the, the uh, actual um, device had written us a letter on its way out. So it says, uh, I already pulled off one of my most important early maneuvers. A rocket blast had helped me point myself in the right direction to reach my final orbit. Next, I need to use 178 different mechanisms in exactly the right order to set up two of my most important components, my sunshield and my mirrors. My sunshield will keep me cool and block out sunlight, which is so bright that it would make it impossible for my cameras to pick up the dim light from distant stars. The shield is made out of five thin layers of Kapton, a heat-resistant plastic spread taut across four arms, kind of like a kite. 
My main mirror is 21 feet across and is made of 18 hexagonal segments of beryllium, which is really good at keeping its shape in cold temperatures. My giant mirror will scoop up all the starlight it can and then bounce that light onto a series of three smaller mirrors that will help focus the light onto my cameras. And that's probably enough from this uh, really Gucci goo cute quartz piece. But the thing is this, right? So what's out there? The James Webb Telescope is going to take a little little more than a month for it to get to its final resting spot, which will be Lagrange Point 2. All right? And when it does, it's going to finish its setup sequence, and it's going to stare out into the cosmos. And the question tonight is this. Do you think the James Webb Telescope will find evidence of extraterrestrial life? And then beyond that, because of course this is the show where we drink the maybe juice and consider all the things, if so, what impact do you think this will have on human society? Religions, institutions, like I keep joking, will people stop paying their taxes? You tell me. That's what the question that's on my mind tonight as we consider this and all the things... Ah, exciting times to be alive. May you live in exciting times. And I think you can probably say accurately that we do. So that's the question tonight. If we find alien life through the James Webb Telescope, what do you think will happen to life on Earth? Will it break down? Will it be some sort of human renaissance or somewhere in between? Love to hear your thoughts. This is Troubled Minds. I'm Michael Strange, 702-957-1037. Don't go anywhere. More James Webb Space Aliens and you when we return. Be right back. Auto Trader makes buying a car easier than ever. How? With the largest inventory of new and used vehicles, Auto Trader lets you shop for cars by monthly payment. So you know what you'll pay before you buy. And you know the prices are good because they're backed by Kelly Blue Book. Finally, it's easy. Start shopping at autotrader.com slash finally it's easy. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app to shop for this season's essentials any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com. For program details. Auto Trader makes buying a car easier than ever. How? With the largest inventory of new and used vehicles, Auto Trader lets you shop for cars by monthly payment. So you know what you'll pay before you buy. And you know the prices are good because they're backed by Kelly Blue Book. Finally, it's easy. Start shopping at autotrader.com slash finally it's easy. Welcome back to Troubled Minds. I'm your host, Michael Strange, and we are streaming on Rockfin, YouTube, DLive, and Twitter. And of course, we're broadcasting live on the Fringe FM. And tonight, we're talking about the James Webb Telescope. 
Do you think it's going to go find alien life almost immediately? Or, well, do you think we're alone in the universe? Or somewhere in between, of course. But more interesting to me is not that question. Surely it's a large question, and I think we should consider the possibilities. But what happens to life on Earth if it does? Imagine it goes out there, it sits in Lagrange Point 2 or whatever this is called, it finds its little perch, and it starts just popping out alien civilizations like it's hot. And you're like, what is going on in this world? What do you think will happen? Do you think that uh, there will be some religious implications? Do you think that there will be, uh, again, like I say, people lost their religion, that old Southern saying? Or do you think that uh, people will just stop working, stop paying their taxes, start reframing their life in a sense of, well, our overlords, whatever that term is and happens to be, is not here, but somewhere else, further out there, somewhere in the realm undiscovered. That, uh, well, I don't know, is it Cthulhu? Is it uh, the Klingons? What is it? What's going on out there? I have no idea. And so the question becomes, right, what happens to not just social institutions, what happens to religious institutions? And that's what I want to know. And that's, that's what's on my mind tonight. And I had a few thoughts about it, of course. This has been the thing that, you know, the governments of the world have kind of been dangling in our face for a very long time now, is that we can't handle that truth, can we? Us regular normies out there that are just doing our thing, we can't handle this. This is, this is just way too big for a human person. I don't know. I think otherwise. I think that uh, this could be an inspiring thing. If uh, we, we go out and instantly find alien life, I think, why not? Uh, still buffering on Rockfin. Let's see. Let's see. What's up, guys? Are we buffering out there anywhere else? Wait, how's this streaming on Facebook? This shouldn't be streaming on Facebook, dude. <laughs> Are you serious? No, you mean YouTube. You mean YouTube, right? Uh, let me know. Is anybody out there buffering? Do we have any stream issues right now? Um, okay. So let's see. Uh, let's read in the chat. Okay. So anyway, point being is this, right? So I start reading some of this stuff, some of these things out there discussing alien life and, you know, the religious implications and maybe the social implications. And what does it mean, right? What does it mean for the larger us? And some of my thoughts as we begin is uh, I think we're ready. I think that, uh, like I've always said about this show, there's no, no need to be staring at our dirty shoes, all right? Clearly, uh, terra, firma, terra firma excuse me, is, is a great place to be, all right? I, I, I love this planet, and I think it's amazing, and without it, we are nothing, all right? And that's for sure. But then, where would you rather look, down or up? Think about how much further away up is. It's an incredible thought. And then not only that, on top of it, you roll the aliens in from wherever they may be, whether that's the tongue-in-cheek Alpha Centauri, or who knows, maybe they find them a very, very long distance away, maybe inside or outside of our, uh, not solar system, but uh, galaxy. I don't know. That's the question. So, uh, so the thought is, on, you know, on the top of my mind, is this. I think that religions have a reckoning to do. All right, because I think it's weird in the sense that uh, a couple things. You got to ask yourself this. If there's an almighty creator, all right, and did this creator plan for us to meet aliens and are aliens in that plan? 
Because clearly, uh, by many texts and many uh, doctrines and many of the rest of this stuff, dogmas, you're not going to find aliens anywhere, all right? It's angels. It's things like this. It's divine beings. It's God himself, all right? And again, uh, excuse these sloppy terms. This is not uh, meant to be blasphemous or agitate you in any way, so don't take it that way. It's just a conversation, okay? So, I don't know. So, thinking in terms of, well... Some people believe that the aliens may be gods themselves. And if you go back to that Anunnaki story, uh, the Assyrians certainly did. Is it uh, Sumerians, I'm sorry. I can't remember. I always get the two confused when we talk about this because, well, I'm, I'm human after all. But the point is, those ancient stone tablets had the Anunnaki story, and they wrote of these entities from afar, from the sky, from the stars, and they described them as gods. So what happens? What happens if we do find some of them out there? Does it change anything? Do people take to the streets and demand transparency finally? <laughs> That's what I'm going to hope for. I'll be taken to the streets demanding transparency. How long have you guys known about this? This is BS. I demand a recount. But what about you? Is it going to inspire you? Is it going to depress you? Is it going to do somewhere in between? Is it going to do both? <laughs> because, of course, everything doesn't have to be a one-thing-at-a-time situation. I don't know. And so, for me, I would be excited. And even if, right, if aliens came here, or not, maybe not even came here, let's say we just discovered they were out there with the James Webb Telescope, all right? We discovered it, and then what? Well, then we have a lot of soul-searching to do. And how, how does that look? What's up? Cole says, even the Vatican is searching for ETs. I don't think this would shock people religiously as much as when they're going to invade us, then kind of freak out, right? Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> so what's up? Singe man in the chat says, the normies, they will still pay taxes. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Okay. That's fine. That's fine. What's going on, guys? I see you guys in the chat. How's everybody doing tonight? And uh, yeah, I don't know. I think there's, there's a lot to this. But so this gets even more weird, all right? Because check this out. So the James Webb is one thing. All right, and we're going we're gonna to keep an eye on this as, as all this develops as we always do. And as they start sending in hopefully amazing uh, uh, images from, from the cosmos, right? It, it would be pretty good stuff, right? But then, well, what happens if they do send them back and there's obvious, obvious techno signatures out there? Obvious advanced civilizations <laughs> that we just point this thing at and go... Uh-oh. <laughs> what does this mean, right? And so, of course, NASA, being NASA, has thought about this because that's part of what they do, right? That's part of what they do. Well, it gets more weird because you'll never believe this. Yep, you got it. This is from the Daily Mail. And, uh-huh, gotcha, gotcha. Thank you. Thank you, James. I'll get you in a sec. The Daily Mail said this, and we'll get back to this in just a sec. We'll go, go to James's call. I just want to read this headline because I, I teased it, so let's talk about it real quick. The Daily Mail reports... NASA looks to the heavens for help. The agency enlists 24 theologians to assess how the world would react to the discovery of alien life on distant planets and how it might change our perception of gods and creation. All right? So, <laughs> of all things, NASA is looking to theologians, right? Holy people, right? And I'm not saying holy people are a bad idea. I'm saying that they're spending money hiring holy consultants 
just after the launch of the James Webb Telescope. Or just prior, actually, I'm sorry, just prior. Hmm. Weird, no? I think there's something weird to this. <laughs> the two things happening in, in, in close association uh, makes you wonder, right? And so this actually was reported December 24th, which is, which is of course, one day before James Webb launched. <laughs> Related? Hmm. So what do they know? What do they know? That's the question. And so we'll get back to this and read some of this article. But you got to wonder, right? Like if you're going to start asking, I don't know, not necessarily the Vatican, but you're going to start asking religious leadership, all right, to come consult on how you handle the discovery of extraterrestrial life. And it gets reported a day before they launched the James Webb Telescope. Something weird, right? Something weird going on in the neighborhood, and that's for, for damn sure. So, okay, so what we're going to do is we're going to go to our good buddy James, who's in the caller queue on Discord, and we'll keep on trucking and talking about this. Uh, James in Michigan. What's going on, my brother? How are you? Welcome to Troubled Minds. Test, test. Didn't, didn't hear you. You're clipping out a little bit. Test, test, one, two. Sounds like you're pushed. There we go. There, there we go. I hear somebody. This better be James. I'm going to be I had a loose Jack. Ja Jack. Jack. Jack in Michigan. Welcome to the show. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. No. It's James. I know, I know. Go right ahead, sir. Right. What's, what's on your mind, my man? Merry, Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Welcome back. Hope you had a great weekend. What are your thoughts on this craziness, man? This, uh, if, if aliens were detected by this James Webb telescope, do you think it would change life on Earth? Or do you think we'd just go right back to paying our taxes and talking about what Kim Kardashian is wearing? I, I think it'd be a mix. I really don't think it'd go completely one way or another. Um, unless, of course, the different uh, governments and media decided to try to, to do that, to make it... to, to influence things that way which is possible but yeah i don't know i think it'd, it'd be a i would think it'd be a mix of of reactions okay and so so do you think the change would be enough the reactions would be enough to really cause problems that i don't know um i it's it's i think there it, it would depend on, I don't know how. What basically? What kind of? Um, I don't even know how to say this. It would depend on how closely people, maybe how closely people follow their religions that they're they're part of. Maybe. Um, in terms of their belief in in their level of belief in in their religions, basically, as far as what's what's supposed to be the right answers or the real thing and what's not. I don't know. I'm not saying that, you know, not putting anyone down for that. I'm just saying I think it would really, I think it'd just be, it's really hard to say what the reaction would be. Okay, so I agree, and that's why it's worth talking about. What do you think the worst case would be? Do you think it would be like looting and like just like bedlam, like pure bedlam? Or do you think it would just be things need to change you know what i mean yeah I, I could see i could see it going towards the the the, the um 
the looting and all that. I get. I think it also depends on if the alien life is discovered far out there, or if it stays out there, or if it comes here. Um, that could also change a lot of things. If it's just discovered out there in space somewhere, I I think I could see a lot of people kind of just going on with life because if it's far enough out there that most people can't get to it, then, you know, I could see people just kind of eventually, maybe not right away, it may, may, you know, there may be a pause in, in daily life for some people, but I could see it basically melting into the background, you know, uh, being another news story. I mean, we we already know that there's there's the water and different and different planets and and things out there that we where we didn't you know that there wasn't supposedly wasn't water before. No one thought there was water out there before. So if there's water, then it makes me wonder, you know, if if some kind of life wouldn't develop develop out there. So. And that's just that, that's just the life that we know of, the life that we're familiar with. Yeah, exactly. And then so Fred in the chat says, I think there's more out there than we can imagine. And I, I agree with that. I think that's the, the craziest part about all this is that, um, but then this, okay, in, so in light of all that, right, so societal breakdown, maybe. We're going to say maybe that would probably be the worst case, looting and people freaking out and not knowing what tomorrow will bring. But again, how far away is it? Are they close? Are they coming? Or is it this or that, right? Uh, there's a lot there with the details, devils in the details, as they say. But then what about this? this, this weird article from the Daily Mail? They're not the first one to report this, but NASA looks to the heavens for help, and the agency enlists 24 theologians to assess how the world would react. So now, yeah, NASA wants to know, and they want to know from the people that have sort of a a feeling of the heartbeat of religion. Are we going to yeah. freak out? NASA that is wants to know. Pretty well. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. What are your thoughts? I'd love to know what that what those people told NASA. Um, and if any of that will be made public. Um, I just, I'd be interested to hear their reactions. Although, of course, I think... I wonder just how much of a sense they ha those people, those 24 people have of the religious community if they're, if they really are, I don't know, I feel like if they're high up enough within any organization, then maybe they might not know people as well as, you know, one might think. But, yeah, those are kind of the two things I wonder about that. It is interesting, though, that um, the government agency, which is, not supposed to be involved uh, as far as I know with any kind of religions um, you know they went to them about that yeah yeah this and this is not new by the way uh, uh, let's see who somebody in the chat put that the Brookings Institute did, did this back in the 60s with uh, sort of uh, contacting theologians to get a, an idea of what this might look like if we were kind of on the precipice of discovering aliens so if <sighs> I don't know. I, like, I, I like to think the entire thing is on the table because, you know, maybe some societal upheaval would be a good thing, right? Like, but I don't know about, you know, killing people and burning things down and, you know, doing catastrophic damage. But, but I don't know. Like, it seems like we're talking about something that will completely change the paradigm of the way we live, right? And the, the, just 
the things we believe about the universe and about ourselves. I think that's the scariest part, right? Is it's it's about ourselves. What did that was it Arthur C. Clarke that said the uh, both prospects are equally terrifying. Either we're alone in the universe or we're not. <laughs> I think that was him. But yeah, I, uh, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, I I don't know about the quote for sure, but that is a very true quote. That's um, that's yeah. Either way, that is terrifying. Um, I I could definitely see some people if if they're if they have their minds made up about everything. You know, if, if they're and I'm not saying that this to call anyone bad or you know, but there there's a, a range of people of of open open mindedness. I think, or you know, there's people at different levels of that. I think, and I think if if people out, there are people out there that 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 are not maybe don't like to consider uh, things outside of what they believe to be right or what's real i think that i think i could see those kind of people having a hard time with with the alien with the alien discovery of aliens um what their reactions would be i think that would that be that would also depend on the person so i could definitely see some some kind of um you know people doing some unfortunate things but hopefully it wouldn't be too many and um but yeah it's it's I would love to see this this the basically that the um, this happen in a way as long as it happens peacefully. I would love to see more more thinking and talking people doing more of those things with each other. Um maybe even an alien if 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 aliens were discovered that could be something that people could talk about without getting into politics, you know, I would hope. Yeah, um, exactly. Like, like it, it would definitely change the conversation. I think that's for absolutely certain. Uh, how, how about you personally? Let's say they, James Webb goes up there. Let's say uh, hypothetically tomorrow morning you wake up and it's like all over every news source you could ever find. We're talking about it. Everybody's talking about it. And they're like, yep, aliens confirmed. Would you feel a little bit agitated about that? A little bit nervous? What would be your first well, thought? I'd be skeptical because of <laughs> the history of possible cover-ups and known cover-ups within you know the go- the government and and NASA but I think NASA but you know definitely within the government anyway of events that have happened before um but beyond that I I'd, I'd be more interested than 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 agitated I mean as long as we're not being again like invaded and you know people are, are aren't being harmed in any way I, i'd be okay with there there being a discovery like that okay so so james says bring on the aliens let us see it as long as it's not an invasion we're down i'm with you man like i, I think i might not eat breakfast that morning you know what i mean like i'd probably wake up and see the news and go hmm <laughs> hmm okay well uh, I guess what's next, right? What is next? Yeah. That would be the question. Oh, I'm, and I'm sure we'd all get a lot of uh, texts and phone calls and messages from everyone else we know about all that too. That'd be um, we have to take some time to deal with all that. 
That's because we're sure. the experts, James. We're the experts. I, I know. <laughs> we, we are the experts, yes. Uh-huh. I know all about That's what everyone tells us anyway. <laughs> exactly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, so yeah. the gamut of emotions here would be sort of un, undetermined. And I, I'm kind of with you. I don't know. I'd like to think the world would react in a positive way. But also, we're talking about people here. And on a daily basis, people seem to find a way to do the opposite of that. <laughs> so, uh, unfortunate. Unfortunate. I appreciate it. Uh, Jack from Michigan. <laughs> he's got a, he's got a, uh, a, a podcast called uh, Salcedo Paranormal. Check it out. You can scroll down. And uh, link is in the description. Give our buddy James here some love and go listen to his podcast. He does uh, five, five nights a week. He's talking about paranormal stuff. Thanks for breaking the ice for us, James. He will also be on the podcast after the podcast because tonight we're going to do another live show. And we're talking at the Matrix Resurrection. So stay tuned for that after this show. We'll end here about 10 p.m. Pacific. And then we'll go about 30 minutes off to set up again and start approximately 10.30 Pacific time. We'll be here with Night Stalker and with James tonight and uh, we might even open up the lines and take some phone calls on that one as well and see what's going on. What were your thoughts on the Matrix Resurrections and the rest but we'll save it for then. You're the best, James. Thanks for calling in. Thanks for breaking the ice. Thanks for being you. Talk to you soon, brother. Thank you. Yep, thank you. Have a good night. You too, my man. All right. so that's what's on my mind tonight. Great stuff from James as always. What do you think? Is this going to be a paradigm-changing event, so much so that the governments have been terrified to tell us what they know for 70-plus years? Is that what's going on here? I think that's the interesting part, is that, well, I don't like to think we would devolve into full-scale looting and rioting if the James Webb Telescope found the aliens, all right? found the aliens, whatever that means. I did find it funny and notable that James there said he'd be suspicious. (laughs) He'd be like, wait a minute. And you'd kind of want to know, right? Like, and this is, this is where we're at with trust in the governments and trust in society and trust in propaganda. I would kind of be the same way too. be like, wait, what's the source? What do we know about this? Ah, the world we live in. Anyway, that's what's on my mind tonight. If we find evidence of extraterrestrial life through this awesome James Webb telescope. What do you think will happen to society? Uh, what, what about the religious implications? What about the gods? Some people have described aliens as gods and vice versa the other way around. I don't know. You tell me. So that's what's on my mind. That's what we're doing tonight. That's what Trouble Minds is about. Thinking about some of the larger implications. Ah, and here we are doing it again. Happy Monday. Happy holidays. What happens? If overnight we find aliens, what would you expect in the morning? Large-scale rioting? Religious contemplation? Something else? Love to hear your thoughts at 702-957-1037. I see you, Joseph. Hang tight. Get to you as soon as we come back from the break here. And I don't know. Would it scare you? Would it rattle you? Would it make you hopeful for the future? I'm not exactly sure. I got a lot of feelings about this. That's what we're talking about tonight. And, yeah, let's do it. This is Troubled Minds. I'm Michael Strange. More aliens, James Webb Telescope, society, and you. Let me return. Be right back. Don't go anywhere. More Troubled Minds on the way. It's finally 
only time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. Auto Trader makes buying a car easier than ever. How? With the largest inventory of new and used vehicles, Auto Trader lets you shop for cars by monthly payment, so you know what you'll pay before you buy. And you know the prices are good because they're backed by Kelly Blue Book. Finally, it's easy. Start shopping at autotrader.com slash finally it's easy. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com. For program details. We are talking about alien, the alien abduction phenomenon. The aliens are, are looking through your eyes and they're accessing your optic nerve. And they also feel them planting or receiving memories or ideas or images. Michael Strange, and we are streaming on Rockfin, YouTube, DLive, and Twitter, and we are broadcasting live on the Fringe FM. We do it Monday through Thursday at 7 p.m. Pacific, and we talk about all the things you're not allowed to talk about. You know what those things are. Aliens, conspiracy, the paranormal, the government, academia, the 24-hour news cycle, propaganda, and the general feeling that we live in the upside-down Looking to hear from you tonight as we discuss the James Webb Telescope. Well, it's out there in space. It's trying to find its spot. Lagrange Point 2, so it can sit and wait and watch. And what will it find? The question I have in my mind tonight is this. If the James Webb Telescope finds alien life, 
What do you think will happen on Earth? Will we have that societal breakdown that the government has been hinting about so long? Is this why they've kept the existence of extraterrestrials away from us for from all this time? Is that that's what's on my mind tonight? Do you think it will be well? Religious implications. Do you think it will be fire and brimstone brought about by ourselves? That's the weird part here. I don't know. I don't know what to think. And it seems like we're on the precipice of something. It seems like we're so very close to learning something about this universe that we never knew before. So what are those things? So we're taking your phone calls. If you want to be part of that conversation tonight, 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. And we'll put you on the show just like our good friend Joseph in Iowa. What's up, my man? Welcome to Troubled Minds. Happy Monday. How are you tonight? Hey, how's it going? Ah, doing well. What do you think this is all about? What if it, okay, so you were correct your, your question there in the chat. You want to know, is it looking for aliens specifically? Not really, but it is within its purview of uh, searching out techno signatures out there. So, so what do you think this thing's going to find? And if it's aliens, then what? Um, well, either way, it's going to like crush someone's someone's belief out there so i think uh they could go either way with it they could say oh there's no aliens out there and we're the only ones and like kind of like try to try to uh say like maybe maybe we aren't the only like maybe we are the only ones but like to keep it like rare like make it so we don't like destroy ourselves or what what we have and if they just came out with the truth and said we do and there are aliens maybe someone would get like reckless or i don't think a nation out there would get reckless though like it's we have things pretty locked down like because if there's a life out there and we're not so valuable as we think then what would stop us from just like destroying ourselves faster is what I would think or trying to get with the aliens faster. You know, people are not believing people's beliefs are crushed. And like, I don't know what that does. Yeah. Well, like your soul. I don't, yeah, well, exactly. And, and I, I kind of like the idea there that maybe we would, like maybe we would spin off the rails and people would just start living for today, just destroying the earth because thinking that, well, it's it, the end is nigh, right? That whole uh, comet juice situation, the, the end is on the way, so you may as well live it up and party hard, right? Who knows? That's, that's a hell of an idea right there. But, but I don't know, like, how, how about you personally? So, so clearly, like, they, there, there may be some religious implications here. Clearly, there may be some, you know, oh, no, people stop paying their taxes. Wink, wink. You know what I'm saying? But what about you personally? Do you think if you woke up tomorrow, the news was, you've seen Independence Day, right? The original one where they woke up and they're like, literally, it's on the news, every channel. <laughs> it's on the newspapers. It's, what if that happened yeah. to you? And you were like, yeah, what would you feel? What would be your first thought? I would be prepared for like a new world, dude. Like if they're just leaking that stuff out like that. And cause I mean, I don't know what I would do really. I might, what I would do. I don't know. 
I'm not sure what I would do exactly. I might try to, uh, well, I believe aliens can like come to you like spiritually, right? So if there are aliens out there physically, uh, I would be wondering like which ones, like if they can come to us and if that, if that's not a thing, I mean, I, I don't know how they'd be able to see that. Yeah. Well, uh, so again, like James was saying, and I agree with this, it would depend on how close they were, right? If like this thing is seeing them way the heck out there. Um, and it's, again, let's, let's just be clear. It's detecting what we call techno signatures. Okay. So we're not like, you know, eyeballing some aliens with, with this telescope. It's like picked up some civilization. All right. That's the thing. And it, let's say it's yeah. far away. But the, the crazy part is if we're talking about thousands of light years or even like, say, a million light years sort of situation here, I mean, we would be viewing that civilization as it was a million years ago. So they may not even be in existence anymore or they might already be here. <laughs> so so I think I think that would be the unknowing part where you might have chaos, because if you, you confirm they're out there 100 percent without a doubt, then the question is, where else are they? Right. Yeah. And I think we would be trying to like really get like maybe observe them and adapt. I mean, our systems are good, but I think we would straighten up. Like it would be, if they're releasing news like that, they're going to next say like it's, it's, we're done eating potato chips, like no more potato chips because it's like, that's that's what you have to do if you want to make it to if you want to be buzz light or maybe they'll let you eat the potato chips and eventually not and they'll just leave you behind and that's their system i don't i don't know if we're going to adapt our systems if that would uh change because we have like a pretty strong like we produce a spectrum of uh like intelligence and creativity like what we got going is pretty good so i don't know how much that would change yeah i gotta tell you uh, I, i'm a little unique in this case because if that happened to me tomorrow i'd be like oh we gotta do a show <laughs> we gotta do a show except yeah. except it would be different because if it was a non-show day we're doing it anyway right like it, it doesn't matter so me I, i'd be like oh we got things to talk about we got to get to work you know like we got to try and sort this out but i think that's part of what this process is too it's it's sort of getting together and talking about these situations now because what if it is tomorrow right like it, let's say we talk about this tonight and we try and like kind of do a little soul searching personally we go to bed and it happens tomorrow we've already talked about it right we've already considered what may happen right what you would do personally so i, I think it's part of this this whole process as well as just kind of getting together and having these conversations because they are important to what may be next because we don't know so at least we're a step ahead in in some case it could it might be six months it might be a year i'm pretty sure i believe anyway that there's life out there and we're probably going to find confirmation actual scientific societal confirmation soon that's my take here but i don't know how you feel about it do you think there's life out there i do i believe there i mean i've always believed there's life but i don't know if it's gotten to us 
and how far i mean i do believe that it's gotten to us like complexity but i don't know if it's reachable because like my i think uh they're gonna just zoom and they're gonna be able to zoom forever like you said it'll be just infinite and i wonder if it comes from like a spring source like it comes from like a source or it's like a brain or it has a shape like the all the stuff together like i wonder if they can find the producer of like where these galaxies are coming from and maybe that's where like they're trying to this this whole thing they're they're trying to figure out what's our purpose in life and they're less interested in aliens more of our purpose Yeah, and, and again, there's a whole lot to it. A uh, question from Crabapple on uh, on on Rockfin: Is that what the telescope was looking for? Aliens? No. I mean, yes and no. So clearly, it's 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 looking at cosmological things and you know trying to go back as far as they can to see the edge of the universe, right? But also as a maybe they may also run into some aliens out there just to just to answer that question i'm, I'm with you joseph i don't know like i i don't know i i hope that humanity will turn into it the best version of itself uh at least trying to do some soul searching at least trying to consider that if they come here and we're expecting visitors anytime because of course if they're out there they could come anytime I, I would hope that we would do better. And, and I like the analogy of the potato chips there. It's like, well, uh, do I, you know, stop eating pizza and drinking beer? Because those are, you know, I don't, I don't do a lot of terrible things in this world, but I do eat a little too much pizza and drink a little too much beer. Would I stop tomorrow? Nah. Yeah. <laughs> nah. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I don't know. We'd have to see, right? <laughs> I mean, I don't think I would uh, for aliens, no. <laughs> Unless they came to me personally like, hey, like we need you, man. And maybe they did. That's what I wonder too. Like my experience, maybe they like who called me, <laughs> like stuff like that. If, yeah, it's right. a, if it's like a, cause I keep hearing like all this stuff, like, like they can like, it could have been like a call and stuff, but I completely forgot what I was saying. That's okay. That. Uh, I, I do it constantly. You're in good company. <laughs> it's no sweat, man. No sweat. All right. I, I appreciate the phone call. Anything else for us tonight? What are your, uh, any additional thoughts on what this would mean? What would happen to yourself? What would happen to your family? What would happen to humanity around you? Would you expect the best or the worst? Um, I would kind of expect society to pick up a better a better um a better way of doing things like more advanced using technology and kind of treating humans like to like producing them to their maximum potential and then like i don't know how you would how you would make someone the happiest or like make a utopia but then i feel like we already got something going on where we already got that and maybe like an alien came here maybe if an alien came here they would spawn like in a ghetto on accident and they'd be like oh man this place fucking sucks like i'm an orphan i don't even have parents uh like all this stuff has happened like and then they beam back to their planet and they're like telling all the stories because they got some technology to, like <laughs> pass the filter or something right exactly they're like i told you those those squishy 
things were out there. And look, they're gross. They have two arms and two legs and these squishy eyes. It's disgusting. Hair all over their bodies. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Great stuff, Joseph. You're the best. I appreciate the phone call. Everybody, uh, Joseph here has a YouTube channel. It's called Hydro Hose. Check it out. Links in the description below. Uh, he does some original, original music and uh, other things. I appreciate the phone call, my friend. Always a pleasure. We'll talk to you soon, okay? Thank you. Thanks a lot. Have a great night. There you go. There you go. Simple as that. Phone, phone line works confirmed. Discord works confirmed. Thank you to James and Joseph for getting those things uh, sorted out for us and uh, removing all doubt, which means now you have no excuse. If you'd like to be part of the show tonight and this discussion, well, why did NASA enlist 24 theologians to assess how the world would react to the discovery of alien life? That's what's on my mind right now. Do you think they know something that we don't know? Uh, yeah, let me know, if, uh, please, if there's any buffering issues out there as well. I changed some of the OBS streaming settings, so that could be why uh, Rockfin's having problems. So if it's like across the board, it was probably my fault, and I'll fix that. So that's why I'm asking. Or uh, also on YouTube, if I'm, we're having uh, buffering issues. Uh, what's going on? Uh, let's check the, uh, check the chat. What's going on, guys? How's everybody doing out there? Um, let's see. What's up? Uh, Penny says they're already here. They're already here. And, and, and that's the thing, right? So I guess, I guess the whole deal is that some people have been abducted, right? Some, some people have seen these things up close, these, you know, these aliens or UFOs or whatever you want to call them. And uh, say, hey, they're here. Like, what's the big deal? They're here. Like, like, I've already come to grips with this. But there's a ton of people that have not, that still believe if you bring up UFOs, you're the crazy one. So I think that's the weird part of this is that when we can start to consider that if we find something out there, it will change everything. And uh, yeah, anyway, so that's what's up. If you want to be part of the show tonight, we're talking about the James Webb Telescope. All right. It launched. It's not looking in particular for aliens, which uh, we're, we're told it may take up to six months for us to get start testing this thing and finding images to get back and all the rest of the things. But uh, it's an exciting time to be alive because you never know what the next year might bring. And uh, yeah, that's what's on my mind tonight. So what do you think? What do you think? NASA hired these uh, theologians again. Why? Do you think they're expecting to find something? I think that's the bizarre part to me. So uh, somebody in the chat said that, that the Brookings Institute did this back in the 60s, and that's absolutely correct. Uh, the Night Stalker uh, posted that uh, a couple years ago that the Vatican was funding alien movies, and that's absolutely correct. And now we have NASA hiring theologians for what? To do what? To do what? So, so are, are they going to be able to maybe deal with Cthulhu when he comes out of the portal? <laughs> they're, they're, they're putting their heads together like, okay, guys, now we really have a problem here. We might have real aliens. How do we handle this? Kiss the cross doesn't work anymore, does it? Kiss the ring, not so much. So, hmm. Interesting. Interesting. So anyway, let's go to this article. Uh, looking here from you, 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. Would this thing actually disappear, uh, meaning society? Would it turn into a gigantic mob of chaos if they announced tomorrow aliens are 
real. And there seems to be some concern by the governments. As again, here we go, NASA hiring these individuals. Let's read a little bit from the Daily Mail here. This was reported Christmas Eve, just a mere few days ago. And you better believe it. NASA is looking to the heavens for help with assessing how humans will react if alien life is found on other planets and how the discovery could impact our ideas of gods and creation. The agency is hiring 24 theologians to take part in its program at the Center for Theological Inquiry, the CTI. Yep, that's right. NASA already has a CTI, by the way, which is, I'm going to say it again, this is wild, Center for Theological Inquiry at Princeton University in New Jersey, which NASA gave a $1.1 million grant in 2014. All right. So it seems like there's a preparation here, right? There's, a, there's something going down with this. And it makes me wonder hmm, what they already know. And anyway, uh, in any case, here we go. CTI is described as building, quote, bridges of understanding by convening theologians, scientists, scholars, and policymakers to think together and inform public thinking on global concerns. And that's the thing that bothers me a little bit about this, is they want to inform public thinking. Isn't that what we do? Isn't that what this is about? Don't we want to talk to each other directly without some group of shadow, whoever the hell these people are, well, informing public thinking on global concerns? That's the thing that kind of irritates me a little bit, is they think they can get together this shadow group of people that who knows who they are or where they come from, but we're supposed to believe they're holy men or holy women, holy people, holy whatever, right? Theologians. And they're supposed to tell us what the world is going to look like tomorrow if aliens are announced tonight. And I'm not so sure. I'm not so sure anybody can do that. That's a whole lot of variables to consider. You can kind of look at it from a religious framework, possibly, or you can look at it from a personal framework. But there's a lot, right? Because there's a lot of individuals out there. Like, what do you think China would do, for instance, right? What do you think Russia would do? What do you think North Korea would do? There's so many different, what do you think our country would do, the United States or wherever you're at? I think that's the craziest part here, is that we may not even get a worldwide response, sort of in lockstep, with this sort of announcement. And, uh, well, again, <laughs> shouldn't we be talking to each other about this before it goes down? Uh, all right, so we got Rockfin's good over there. Appreciate the feedback, guys. Okay, uh, so, so the thing is this, right? I don't know. We'll read just a little bit more of this. So the program, the CTI, again, the Center for Theological Inquiry, is described as building, oh, we already read that, the program aims to answer questions that have baffled us since the beginning of time, such as, what is life. What is life? And don't we talk about that often on this show? Shouldn't we be getting a $1.1 million uh, NASA grant? Because we talk about this on the daily, right? Alien life, the cosmos, what is the, re the nature of reality? This is what we do. I'm not jealous, I promise. But do you think these 24 theologians they hired will change anything? How are they going to reach people? I don't know. A lot of questions here I still have. Read just a little bit more of this and then uh, we'll wind this up. Still looking to hear from you. 
702-957-1037. Here we go. So, now that NASA has two rovers on Mars, several probes orbiting Jupiter and Saturn and is set to launch the James Webb Telescope tomorrow. Remember, this was back in uh, Christmas Eve when this, they released, this, released the article here. Uh, that study the galaxy uh, and star planet formation in the universe, it seems that the agency is hopeful it is on the right path to discovering life outside of Earth. And it needs a little help from above to help those of us living below to understand if that happens. I don't know. No offense to these guys. I'm sure they're fine folks. But why, why, why would I look to any of these clowns? Well, I guess I said it. Don't I make up my mind about how this makes me feel tomorrow? Don't you make up your mind personally about how this makes you feel tomorrow? I don't know. Any religious types out there that would be uh, maybe upset a little bit by this? I don't know. That's the question. What if we found alien life tonight? What would tomorrow be like? That's the question. The government seems to think that we can't handle it. Well... I disagree. I think we can. And that's what we're here talking about tonight. If you'd love to be part of the show, I'd love to hear your take. 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. This is Troubled Minds. I'm Michael Strange. More aliens, disclosure, and you when we return. Don't go anywhere. Be right back. AutoTrader makes buying a car easier than ever. How? With the largest inventory of new and used vehicles, AutoTrader lets you shop for cars by monthly payment. So you know what you'll pay before you buy. And you know the prices are good because they're backed by Kelly Blue Book. Finally, it's easy. Start shopping at autotrader.com slash finally it's easy. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. Welcome back to Troubled Minds. I'm your host, Michael Strange, and we are streaming on Rockfin, YouTube, DLive, and Twitter, and we are broadcasting live on the Fringe FM. We're taking your phone calls tonight. What do you think would happen if tomorrow you got up and they announced, we found alien life? Do you think society would break down as we're led to believe? Do you think everybody would lose their religion? Do you think things would become chaotic? Or do you think humanity would pull itself up by its bootstraps and... 
we'd find a new way to survive, a new way to cope, a new way to deal, and we'd become something better than the previous day. You tell me. Love to hear your thoughts on this. If you want to be part of the show tonight, 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. Let's go to our good buddy, Joe in Florida. Joe, welcome to Troubled Minds. How are you tonight? Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> I can tell you the first thing. Indeed. Yes, sir. If I woke up tomorrow, I'd go out and get all the toilet paper I could. Damn it. Why? Why? It had to be. I knew it would be you. You'd start the run on toilet paper. <laughs> I'll see myself out. I'm kidding. <laughs> um, well, here's the thing. Honestly, I've become so, you know, I've always been a little bit of a pessimist, but I honestly don't think, like some of my other answers, I don't think they would tell us if they did find anything. Um, but there are the ideas or probabilities I would have. If we look at, well, let's start with Reagan. You know, Reagan made that speech, a big unifying force, yada, 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 that we would all, we would all get along you know, Rodney King style. Okay. Um, and then, you know, you get 9-11. After 9-11, you know, whatever that argument is, it seemed like a lot of the world was pretty sympathetic to us. And being good capitalists that we are, we to unite the country around the flag and go on some crusades that may or may not be justified in another political conversation. But you understand where I'm going with this. We're unified. Then we look at things that we gave away. Security. All of those things. Now in the PSYOP, in my mind, you look at the last few election cycles and how divided we've become. So how would you get people back together again to make them do what you want them to do? Aliens. Now, ancient astronaut theorists say yes. Well, aliens, because sure as hell a virus ain't doing it. Right? <laughs> you know, um, so, you know, a threat of, you know, we don't want to wear a mask, we get vaxxed, whatever your opinion is on that. Okay. But, if somebody came down here with a barrel on a laser, you know, gun, you might change your mind and start doing stuff. I honestly don't think we would believe it. I honestly think that if they said there were aliens tomorrow, there'd probably be a lot of questions, okay? Um, me being a recovering Catholic, if they've already, they've already gotten uh, um, religious scholars together, I'm sure. Whether they hired a new group like you have in the article, okay, maybe that's true, I don't know. But part of me wants to say that if there were really aliens and they were, they were a little bit hostile, then I don't think religion would mean a damn thing. And the aliens don't even have to exist. Again, Project Bluebeam could be in it just to take more rights away. It could go either way. They could unify us to maybe build spaceships to get the rich people off the planet. 
okay, in some sad future, or maybe it could unify us to really fight, you know, for our survival. But even that point would be mute. I mean, if we have weapons ourselves, like Havana syndrome at a large scale, what makes us think that we're even going to stand a chance fighting anything that comes here? It would be take me out in the first wave. Um, I don't think that people would believe it. I, I would almost be willing to bet that if, you know, you see those carvings on ancient walls and temples. Um, I would think that ancient people, probably if they had contact with other beings, they probably cooperated with them better than we would cooperate with them now. Okay. I can't even tell my kids what to do with this house. <laughs> and I'm their parents. You think, an, you, you, you think an alien's going to come down here and tell us? We'd be like, yeah, you're full of baloney. I mean, let's face it. If Jesus came down on the cross tomorrow, if Jesus pulled the nails out and walked down here, we'd probably nail them back up again. Somebody would. Because we are so full of ourselves that nobody could see power. I think that we would be, at least this country, would be capitalist to the end. So we could be looking death in the face and we would still be trying to figure out a way to exploit it. And that comes from a funeral director. <laughs> I, 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 guess, I guess I can't argue with you then, can I? <laughs> so, you know, there's a lot of Navy juice and I'm sorry to be pouring the pessimist juice. But, you know, in one hand, though, what I, I mean, in, in a side note, what I would like to see the scope is if they could find more objects like Oimama or whatever that asteroid was, that would be interesting. Maybe they could find leftover relics. I think any aliens that may be spacefaring are probably already here because they had to have developed more technology. And the other aliens that might be doing light sails or other things that we might explore, they might be floating out there like the body bay from Star Trek in some kind of frozen stasis. And finding something like that would be finding a needle in a haystack. We might have a bigger telescope, and that's great, but it still might take us years to find something. Now, a radio signal, that's a different story. You know, um, Robert made a comment on Roxon that we might be able to see part of the simulation. I think that was a great comment, only because sometimes I picture the universe like an old black and white TV with a CRT or a cathode ray tube. And I start to wonder if black holes, for one way or another, help project the universe in its infinity. So while I don't believe the Earth is flat here, again, I do believe that the speed of light might be a cutoff to the video game we're all living in. That'd be pretty wild. Like, I found the server. <laughs> I found it. <laughs> and it's you not know, aliens. Yeah, You're not going to like the answer. <laughs> I, I found the server. We'd all be like, yeah, the thing that comes to mind is what is it, Finding Nemo, where the fish tried to jump out of the, out of the tank. We'd be trying to jump out of the tank. If we could just get to the server, you know, and then if we get out, the game starts over again. Who knows? You know, who knows if we find that? What would happen? Are they going to erase us like the Matrix? You know, and restart it again? I don't know. Are we going to be in the seventh or eighth incarnation? I don't know. Maybe that's what they meant by reincarnation. You know, Eastern religions. Maybe it's because 
we figured it out back then because we weren't as distracted as we are now. Yeah, I think that's that's the the unfortunate part about uh, kind of discussing that this type of stuff now is there's just so much of that divisive propaganda where we're supposed to hate each other based on every single thing. I got short hair, right? They're supposed to hate me because I have short hair. You know what I mean? It's like, like come on, like it's it's so stupid that you, we can't see the obvious. The obvious is we're better together, right? Period. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, peel out all the rest of that garbage. Our differences is what make us strong. Not ma- wanting to hate each other, but they're using it against us, right? They're, they're stoking that fire. And so we, we end up in a situation where, could it be like you described, maybe Ronald Reagan even saying that, uh, you know, we're, we're, it's the only thing that could bring us together. He was saying that in the 80s. I don't even know if it can now. You, you may be right. Like, because how many of us, by the way, like you described, would be suspicious and like James said, uh, I wouldn't believe it at first, right? It's like, okay, well, we got some questions. <laughs> we're, we're not going to fall for this. You, you, show us the aliens, right? And that's exactly it. Show us the aliens, and then we'll try to kill them, or we'll try to convert them. Religion has done nothing. Religion has done... I don't want to make... I don't want to alienate anybody that's listening again, because, you know, I had a positive upbringing in the Catholic Church. I went to a Catholic college. I was an altar boy that was not touched. Okay? I did drink some of the wine and maybe have a few crackers. But in the large part, I'm talking about my few years in the religion. But when you look at religion historically, I think everybody has to agree that religion has always ended in blood. And again, it is the opinion of the people. I put it in the comments. While the rich people could be getting off of planet, we could be stuck here. And, you know, now, let's say the telescope finds something. We've got Space Force, right? Again, I'll say this again. Biden never stopped funding that. So there's a reason why Space Force is in place, okay? If it was by Trump's original idea or if it was just by design because they showed him something that whatever you want to call it, shadow. And he just said, okay, now's the time to put this because they have a timetable. Maybe whoever they are has a timetable. But Space Force is enacted. We have the telescope. And just like we see the UAPs, when they interviewed those pilots and the pilots were saying, whatever it is, it's a danger. To me, that sounded like, oh boy, we need more money. That's what I heard when they said that. <laughs> so if that telescope found something tomorrow, I'm going to hear, oh boy, we need more money. So let's just start printing it. Okay. In the meantime, while all that money's being printed on the backs of taxpayers, okay, Bezos and uh, Musk are developing more rockets and probably using taxpayer money and a lot of our money, you know, taxpayer money and money from purchases to build those rockets to keep us from not even being able to afford to get on them. And the guy wants to go to Mars. Okay, maybe he'll just stay stuck there and become an artifact. I don't know. But there's no way that we're going to get everybody off of this planet. No way. No, exactly. And, 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 and we see. Would it help us anyway? I mean, it, it, it'd kind of be like, you know, you go to Mars, you need all this like extra special equipment and whatnot just to keep you alive. It could be like taking a fish out of water and asking it to fight, right? I mean, 
I don't know. I'm not sure it would help us. Like, let me ask this. I mean, if we look at our situation in our locality, even if we found something, if we did find something, how would it help us? If we found something that's out there that maybe can't come here, they're stuck in the same boat we are, how would that help us tomorrow? I mean, I really would love to see the flying saucers. I really would love all of that. I think all of us agree. We would all love to see all of that equipment and stuff. We all would. But in the end, is it going to alleviate problems with shelter? Is it going to alleviate problems with food? Those are all problems that we've created here ourselves. Nobody's going to save us. And any alien that comes down here, again, could be indistinguishable from God. Exactly. Now, th- so that's I, where it gets sticky, I, right? That's where it gets super sticky. Yeah, yeah. It gets sticky. You know, you know what I feel like? I feel like if, you ever, if anybody ever watched The Greatest American Hero, in the beginning, the guy gets the suit and he loses the instruction manual or he loses the instruction booklet for the suit. And I kind of feel like in the beginning that these gods came down, whatever it was you believe came down, they kind of gave us an instruction manual and maybe some ideas and maybe man kind of perverted it. Okay. But it would be, I would blame the aliens to begin with because if we were created in their image, then we were created with all their vices. And what God or alien would do that to you? That's a hell of a question. More, more food for thought. Great stuff. You're, you're the best, Joe. Appreciate it. Uh, thanks, for, uh, thanks for jumping in here and giving us your take on it. And again, right, uh, unique takes all over, the, all over the country, all over the world. That's how we do this. Uh, Joe here, longtime friend of the show. <laughs> Happy holidays. Thanks for calling. We'll talk to you soon, brother. Have a good night. Thanks a lot, man. You too. Appreciate it very much. Uh, there you go. Good stuff. Uh, and this is what I'm saying, right? Like, uh, I always say this too, and, and it's there's some truth here, all right? I'm not saying the truth, but there is some truth here. And that's how I see everything. I, I don't see anything in black and white anymore, right? Like, we were trained growing up, growing up, and you go to school, and every, they want to teach you how everything is just a, just a binary black and white. I don't see it that way. It's not like that to me. It's like, okay, in this conversation, there is some truth to this, but also that, right? There's, there's some truth to all kinds, of, all kinds of things, aspects within a conversation. But it doesn't mean that you know the truth about any of it. And that's how I see things anymore because I, it's just so, uh, everything is so divisive to get us to, to, to that point, right? Anyway, uh, point being is that we're talking about uh, NASA hiring priests to prepare humans for alien first contact. And I'm sorry, and my point is, and I'm going back to this, I don't give a damn what any priest out there has to say. I don't care. That's not up to you how I feel. So if I need your help, I'll call, right? Or I'll, I'll come uh, to, uh, to the gathering, wherever it happens to be. But uh, no, it's up to me, not up to you. Anyway, uh, let's, uh, let's uh, keep on trucking here. So we're talking about the James Webb Telescope. What's it going to find? And if it finds alien life, what will happen here on Earth? So you want to be part of the show tonight, 702-957-1037. Troubledminds.org, click the Discord link. Let's go to our friend Robert in Pennsylvania. Welcome to the show, my friend. How are you? Oh, I'm fine. How are you? Oh, doing very well. Go right ahead. What do you think about uh, what will happen on Earth if we find oh, aliens? Your last comment there, your last comment there basically... Um, shows why there needed to be separation of church and state. Right? <laughs> you, 
you can't have you can't have these voodoo people coming in and deciding what the heck, what the heck we should think of us if we if we discover aliens. What I think is a high possibility. Let's suppose you know there's this theory that that the universe is a simulation. All right, the Webb Telescope is going to prove that one way or another. All right, because it's going to see into the farthest reaches of the beginning of the universe. Right, and it's going. And if it's a simulation, it's going to see the projection. The question is, is it going to be able to see far enough to see who's who's the projector? I hope. I really hope that would be super hot, wouldn't it? <laughs> and it's Tyler Durden cutting in like a pornographic scene here or there. If you've seen Fight Club. <laughs> might be michael strange no <laughs> no it's not don't do that to me that's a lot of pressure <laughs> well i I'm, i know you're going to be going to break soon so i just want to make this short phone call uh, uh and 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 offer up my theory because uh, i i actually do believe that that's what the telescope is going to find it's going to it's going to Focus on the edge of the universe and to find out that we are a simulation. It's going to prove it. And, and they're not going to tell us. That, they won't tell us, uh, you know, anything about the face on Mars or the pyramid, pyramids on Mars. They, they won't. They just discredit it. They won't tell us the truth there. There's, they've never told us the truth about any of this. They never told us the truth about anything found on the moon. What makes anybody think that NASA is going to tell us the truth about anything that telescope finds? Yeah, I think I think that's the worst part, right? Like that, it's been kind of boiled down to this distrust of like the the powers that be, the government and the you know the quote elites that people use the term, though we hate the term. It, but, but we don't trust them. We don't because they don't tell us the truth about a lot of things. I mean, you can cite just a, a dozen examples very quickly in the last you know couple three years. Wink, wink, if you know what I'm saying. So, so I. I don't know. Like, if it happened, how about you, Robert? If if this happened tomorrow, and they were like, "Well, the aliens are here. We detected them. There's no doubt about it. It's irrefutable." Would you be suspicious, or would you just be like, "Finally"? I'd be suspicious because um, I think that it's pretty convincing already that they already know aliens exist. All right. And I can't see what what benefit it is to use the uh, web telescope to finally reveal that information. Uh, if, you're absolutely right. If they said that the web telescope detected an alien civilization, um, yeah, I would be very skeptical. Exactly right. Because they already know. They already know about it, so know they're there. So. And they're not telling us now. Why would they tell us then? Yeah, well, exactly. And and it would have to be. I, I think the problem is they don't trust us, right? And I think they don't trust us because they know there's billions of us, right, that are struggling to survive in many cases, you know? So if that happened and society turns, well, there, you can look at life a yeah, whole different I, way, I, can't you? Sure, 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 and it's going to turn, you know, just for the very reason you just said, because there's far, far many more of us than there are of them, and if they squeeze us, and you know, it's it's amazing they squeezed squeezed us so far, all right, and we and and, and we haven't had 
uh, the Paris Rebellion, all right? But that's only because they just need to squeeze a little bit more. Exactly. And they're going to. <laughs> All right, they'll yep. squeeze that little bit, that that and, and and it'll cause all hell to break loose. All right, they can't help themselves. They can't help themselves. They're playing a huge monopoly game. They're determined to win. Their greed is overrun. Run, run. They figure any any information is power. That's why they don't share knowledge information with us because they want to hold. That all that information because they want to hold all the power. Exactly. And, and keep us locked into the system they've created. And that's the problem, right? Absolutely. Yeah. And that's why p- people like us will be very suspicious if this hits tomorrow morning. We'll be like, wait a minute, show us the aliens. <laughs> well, I want to see that's them, right. right? That's right. Because we're, we're smarter than they are. All, you know, you can't be smart and all your life is, is run by uh, the... the the collection of money, the, 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 the pursuit of money, those aren't smart people because they don't know how to be happy. They don't have to be happy with what they have. We are smart, all right, because we can be. And most of us are quite content with what we have, all right, but we don't, we're, but we're also feeling that they're trying to take what we have away from us, and they have been trying for 40 years. But again, it comes down to power. Knowledge is power, and anything that they find out just adds what they consider adds to their power. They don't want to share that power with us. And here we are. Here we are. Not even trustful enough of the powers that be. If they told us tomorrow aliens are real, we'd be suspicious first. <laughs> and that, that's very we telling. We haven't trusted the powers that be since they assassinated John F. Kennedy. There you go. There you go. We know they did it. We know they did it. All right. It took a long time for people to come around and realize it, but it's too much. There's too much out there now. We know they did it. All right. Because he he wouldn't, uh, you know, go along with their war plans in Cuba and and, and Vietnam and the military industrial conflict. The military industrial conflict just had him killed. That's all. I had him killed. And they set uh, one of their agents up as the fall guy. There you go. Anyway, that's off the subject. Oh, good. But I'm saying we haven't trusted the government since. Something changed that moment, that second in time. And it's not been the same since. Amen. And as you said, we are running out of time. You're the best, Robert. Always a pleasure. Thank you for the phone call. Thanks for your take. Talk to you later. Have a great night. Have a great night. Appreciate that. Good stuff from Robert there. He's got a book. Check it out. Scroll down. He's an author. He writes sort of like Rod Serling meets Philip K. Dick. Check it out. I'm reading this book. He sent me a copy. It's amazing. And well, we're done. So the thing is this, right? I don't know. Like uh, somebody in the chat there said, oh, we're not serious. The aliens are already here. We're not talking about that. We're talking about how will society react when the government says so. That's what we're talking about. Two completely different conversations. But anyway, whatevs. What do you think? It doesn't matter what I think. It only matters what you think. So we're done. If you're listening to us on the Fringe FM, stay tuned for Joe Roop Lighting the Void. If you're listening to us on any other platform, including the podcast feed, stay tuned for a third hour of Troubled Minds. And as we finish, you know how this goes. Let's change the cam. Be sure, be strong, be true. Thank you for listening. From our Troubled Minds to yours, 
Have a great night. Time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. All right, so what we're going to do is a third hour of Trouble Minds coming up. The thing is, this conversation continues, right? There's a lot of good things to think about. There's a lot of bad things to think about. But of course, if you don't think about both, I think you're leaving something out of the equation. That's what we're doing tonight. Also, don't forget, stay tuned. So we're going to do a third hour of Trouble Minds, end around one hour from now, approximately 10 p.m. Then what we're going to do is take a little break. Uh, going to get together with our uh, compatriots, our brothers in arms. That would be Derek the Night Stalker. That would be James of uh, Paranormal, and we're going to get back and start about 10, restart again, a whole nother show at 1030 talking about the Matrix Resurrections. So, well, you tell me, you tell me what's going on tonight. I hope everybody's doing well. Happy Monday. Like I said uh, previously, don't, uh, don't be, don't be agitated because it's Monday because Monday is just another beautiful day. One of seven, right? We can get into seven and Gematria and some other things, but I think it's unnecessary at this point because we're talking about aliens. We're talking about what if tomorrow. What if tomorrow morning you woke up and all the news everywhere, Fox News and CNN were in, in lockstep unison talking about the aliens that were just discovered, right? Would you be suspicious? What would you think? Would your paradigm change at all? Are you ready now? And that's what, we're, that's what we're talking about. That's what we're thinking about. And that's what's going on here. So if you want to be part of the conversation, we're still taking your phone calls. And you can reach us at 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. And we'll put you on the show. Easy as that. Troubledminds.org. Click the Discord link. And uh, bam, bam. I'll go back and start reading some of the chat and uh, be a little more... Uh, little more uh, user-friendly here, if you know what I'm talking about, uh, with uh, reading chat and not trying to ham up to the radio audience. And uh, that's what's up. That's what's going on. Okay, so good night, Fred. Thanks for hanging out with us. Thanks for staying up for the whole show. Uh, one day, one day, Fred will be a big boy. You'll see. He told me when. He gave me the date. He's going he's gonna to be a big boy. Um, what's up, Ray says, no reason to be suspicious if mainstream media tells us that they're more reliable these days than ever. <laughs> Uh, you, you, you 
<laughs> you, this guy's got jokes. Anyway, 702-957-1037, troubledminds.org. Click the Discord link. We're going to take a two-minute break, all right? I'm going to take the dog out real fast, refill my maybe juice. We're going to keep on trucking. Do you want to be part of the show? Phone number's there, Discord link. Get in here. And I'd love to hear your take on this. The question tonight is this. If they told us, and I say they, right, the they, the they is them, the powers that be, the governments, the elites, whoever, what would it take for you to believe it, right? Elon Musk tweeting it, right, from the crapper, Elon Musk tweeting, the aliens are here, (laughs) is that what it'll take? Because, like, the government will be like, yeah, the aliens are here, and we'll be like, really bro <laughs> like give us give us give us a reason give us a reason to believe and then when once elon musk tweets from the toilet we're like now we know it's real anyway i'm just making jokes but two two minute break one more hour of trouble minds on the way we're still thinking in terms of our if they told us the aliens were real right what, what's the uh the, what you call it with the, the hands, the guy, the Giorgio Sukalos, right? Uh, ancient ace astronaut theorists say yes. Sure, fine, maybe. But otherwise, here's what we're going to do. Play some music, two-minute break. Looking to hear from you, 702-957-1037. Step, let's go here and go there. Boom. All right. There you go. Ah. Two-minute break. More Trouble Minds on the way. Love to hear your thoughts, and that's why we do the third hour is to hear from you. Extended time, uninterrupted by commercials, 702-957-1037, troubledminds.org. Click the Discord link. Talk to you shortly. Be right back. Two minutes. More Trouble Minds on the way. All right. Welcome back to Troubled Minds. I'm your host, Michael Strange. And well, we're talking about the James Webb Telescope tonight. And not only that, it's a, a little bit strange that they're putting it out there, right? Again, this is, think about the timing of this. All right. So it's been, it's been, they kicked the can down the road. They said they had one problem or another, and they weren't able to launch this thing. They've been trying to launch it for literally weeks, maybe months. But when they finally did, it happened on Christmas Day, right? Is that, is that a little bit strange to anybody, right? It happened on Christmas Day of all times. Is that like uh, for, for super publicity? Is that for, I don't know, some might describe it as a ritual? Why do you think they did that? And then, so not only that, we have this, all right? So Christmas Day, they launched the sucker. And the day before, we're getting reports from, uh, well, uh, the Daily Mail, because who beats the Daily Mail? Nobody. <laughs> they're, they're hottest to the press because they kind of, you know, uh, the whole fact stuff is a little bit of bullshit with them. They're like, ah, just run it. Run the story, right? I don't think they have an editorial, editorial team at all. They just roll it. They're like, oh, you heard that rumor? Roll it. That's the Daily Mail for you. But interestingly, this one is sourced. And it's correct and it's accurate. They just ran it before anybody else. And yeah, NASA looks to the heavens for help. Agency enlists 24 theologians, which is another way to say priests, right? 24 priests to assess how the world would react to the discovery of alien life on distant planets and how it might change our perception of gods and creation. So the question becomes what? Becomes why, why is NASA enlisting priests? right? Do they think, I'm not going to listen to a priest? (laughs) Double hell no. So, well, I don't know. What what are the answers here? And you got to wonder, right? Like when you have a government and like a, a, a power structure that is so far removed from what the world really is like, 
you hire consultants. <laughs> You're like, shit, man. Can you tell us what the world's really like out there? We got these sick pensions and, you know, we get, you get all this vacation time. Like, why is everybody so unhappy? We don't understand. Well, let me explain. No, no, too much. Let me sum up. And so they hire the priests. What? Come on, right? Like we talked about this. Uh, Jennifer called into one of our fire shows back in the day, and we were talking about uh, the, the communion that happened on the moon, talking about uh, some Masonic ritual that happened, well, outside of the Earth's atmosphere, almost like they were trying to contact some alien entity out there. Uh, Derek out there, the nice stalker, we joke a lot about, well, only half joking, about the old ones, the great old ones, that H.P. Lovecraft himself actually believed. He, he got some of this stuff from trances, from dream states. He didn't make it up. He, he saw this. At, at, it existed somewhere. And so if aliens contact us in some capacity, explain this to me. Why are we trying to do communion on the moon? <laughs> Why are we hiring 24 priests, theologians, by the way, because of, you know, that's, the, that's the better way to put it, because if you say priest, people get freaked out, right? Why are we doing that? You think they're like, check this out. Imagine this, right? Again, we're taking your phone call, 702-957-1037, troubledminds.org, click the Discord link. But the thing is this, right? Imagine this. They hire 24 of these priests. They bring them in. All right, their first meeting, whatever's going on. What do you think that looks like? Do you think somebody's there and they go, all right, guys, now's the time. You have to tell us everything you know. What kind of spellcraft, what kind of portals can you summon? What kind of real shit's going on out there? Because tomorrow may be a different world. <laughs> right? Is that what's going on out there? I have no idea. I do not know, but uh, uh, you tell me. A little bit of weirdness here, right? We'll read some of this other article so you guys see what's going on with the, the, the 24 priests that NASA hired uh, after they got the, the, uh, the CTI, the Center for Theological Inquiry at Princeton University that NASA, back in 2014, donated $1.1 million to. It makes you wonder, right? It makes you wonder what's really happening out there. I think there's some strangeness to this. And once again, I... Not to say that I don't trust priests in particular, but I will say that I don't trust people in particular, right? They got to prove otherwise first, right? Like, that's the whole human basis. It's like, yeah, we can, we can deceive, right? Deception is our, it, it's in our nature. It doesn't mean we have to be deceptive. It doesn't mean we have to be all of those terrible things that humans can be, but you still have to prove you ain't that, you know? And so I don't know any of these guys. And so to me, well, they're just priests, right? Whatever that means. Whatever that means to you, I don't know. Whatever it means to me, well, I just told you. <laughs> That's what it's what. Uh, and and I'm, again, not to demean priests. I'm sure there's some fantastic priests out there, right? But there's also some really, really scummy ones. And that's, well, because they're people. And that's where we end up. So uh, there you go. Uh, What's up, Ray says, no, some men just want to watch the world burn. Yeah, that could be. That could be. Okay, so anyway, no, I'm, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna go down on religion and, and dog it like that. I'm just saying that like uh, people that run, people run religion, and people are people, and there are good people and there are bad people. That's what I'm saying. But that goes with everything. That goes with the government. And again, this is going to be controversial in a conspiracy show and a conspiracy circles. Uh, there are good people that work inside the government. Whoa! <laughs> right? Oh my goodness gracious! How could you say that, Michael Strange? But it's true. It's true. 
it's one of those things, right? Uh, so I'm just saying, right? People are people, and there are good people and there are bad people. And there are people struggling with that and don't know, right, where to be. I don't know. I'm just saying. I'm going to do me. They're going to do them. And we'll figure it out when we go. Uh, so anyway, uh, so if you want to be part of the show, I'd love to hear your thoughts. What do you think? If tomorrow happened and it was Alien City, meaning they said, oh, by the way, James Webb Telescope launched. We have aliens in our midst or somewhere out there, how do you think the world would react? And that's the question tonight. Again, they don't seem to be able to trust us with simple things like, oh, what, what about the rest of the information from the, that JFK assassination? Shouldn't we know about that by now? Most of those people that were involved should be passed away. So I think under the FOIA laws, we should know. Well, how come we don't? Hmm. Interesting. Curiouser and curiouser. Anyway, 702-957-1037. Ronald says, 24 priests and 24 rabbis walk into a bar. And there's the Ronald I know. Absolutely right. You guys are missing out if you're not on Rockfin because uh, we got the peanut gallery over there. That's the official Troubled Minds peanut gallery. What's up, guys? Uh, I did did copy that, by the way, uh, Tam. This said, let me in so I can listen. You're not in the caller queue, so... Uh, if you want to jump back in there, uh, do that, and I'll pull you in, and you can listen. All right, so uh, here's what we're talking about tonight. 24 priests and 24 rabbis walk into a bar. No, I'm just kidding. Let's go to Jennifer in Missouri. Welcome to the show, my friend. How are you tonight? Good. How are you doing? I'm doing very well. <laughs> Welcome to the show. I'm having too much fun laughing at myself, but, well, what can you do? What do you think would happen Yeah. if tomorrow they announced this? Do you think there would be bedlam do you think it'd be indifference or somewhere in between? I don't think they'll come out with any kind of uh, narrative, per se, or explaining this to anyone until they're pretty sure they have a handle exactly on how people will handle it once they've designed the narrative they want people, or the majority anyway, to believe. You know, I think that if people right now um, can't, won't or they don't think that people can handle the revelation. It's by design anyway, you know, forever. I think from the beginning of history, people have always believed in like gods in the stars and angels and demons and fallen angels and gens and the, the, the fey courts and all of that stuff, but the elementals people have believed that since the beginning of time. You know, it's only when they started telling people that actually none of that, none of that stuff is true. There's, and you know, even, even when you look at the religious aspect of it, they started telling people not to even look, not, not to even look at the stars or the planets, not to believe any of that or to, to, to not even, you couldn't even practice astrology or, you know, speak to the dead. They discounted all of that. But they kept doing it themselves, you know. I mean, it, it, they, they didn't ever stop doing it. They're fixated, you know, like the governments of the world and all the religious bodies have always been fixated on the stars and the planets in the heavens since the beginning of time. And they still are, even with it's the point where we see these, every telescope and everything they're putting up there, trying to understand, like, the nature of it and what they are and their effect on us 
because they've known forever that it's affecting us, that it's tied into us and what we are, and that it has everything to do with us. And so they've been telling everybody forever um, not to, <laughs> not to look up, not to look at the stars or try to understand them. Or even, I mean, most people, I mean, I can't even go out and name more than like six constellations, you know, or understand how the sun, you know, how it's going to change, you know, exactly where it's going to, you know, all these different things that people aren't paying attention to anymore. It was forbidden to pay too close attention or to even try to tell, you know, daily events, not to mention the beings that are associated with all the stars and planets. And even now, you know, bringing in these theologians and religious leaders to try to quantify uh, how mankind should accept it or how they will reject it. Um, it's, it's really weird. And, and then when you think about like uh, how they've always called it pseudoscience, all of this stuff that now that we talk about all the time, like when you're talking about uh, cryptids or the paranormal or ghosts or um, anything, even with the way that people view the idea of alien life, it's a pseudoscience and it's a pseudoscience until they are sure that they can control the narrative we receive until then it, it will always be pseudoscience. And because then later they, you know, when they, they'll become legitimized when they're comfortable that the majority or, you know, for the most part will accept or does already accept and is comfortable with their narrative because the knowledge is power and that is something they don't want anyone to have. So for the longest time, you know, it's always remained on the fringe, if not illegal to even, to even look up into the heavens, to look up into space. Right. You know, was it Galileo so that, that was executed? It was Galileo, right? Well, he was like imprisoned forever wasn't he like it for a long time? Yeah, yeah. So, just, all kinds of died. horrific things. Yeah. Like you said, if After not... After they... With the Caper go ahead, go yeah. ahead. Copernicus. No, Copernicus. That's... Go ahead, go ahead. You, you, you cut me. You, you actually filled in exactly what I was thinking. But yeah, go ahead. So actually, before you do, fantastic point in that, right? It, it's not something that can be considered until they tell us it can be considered. And even then, right... Clearly, anybody that has half a brain can stare up at the stars and go, damn, that's a lot of stuff out there, right? Then you look at even the scientific opinion, and they're like, no, no, there's way more stuff than you can even see. And it's like, okay, so obviously that means, well, but not until they tell us, right? Perfect, perfect point on all that. Right. Even though it's all just been recycled back again, you know, it feels like to me, like um, if you look at all of the old stories about the gods, and about the, even with the, if you want to go any direction, the angels, the fallen angels, the jinn, the seely and unseely courts of, you know, the British Isles and all of that stuff, you know, that's, they get rid of all of that and that there's none of that, but now there, there might be aliens, but we're going to wait till we can define exactly what that's going to look like to everybody. And then we'll reintroduce that idea once we're sure that we'll know what you're going to think about it and how you're going to think about it. You know, it seems like to me, even though we've always, this is nothing new to anyone. This is nothing new to humankind. 
they've always known about these things, about these beings, and that they're associated with the stars in space, in space, what they've already quantified what that is, you know, they're going to tell us how that works, you know, when we can all just go right out there and have a look at it ourselves and how unbelievable it is, how it all is unbelievable, you know, but yeah, they want to control everything because that's in the knowledge of everything about it. So even just thinking about it or speculating, but they want to control that, you know, by calling it pseudoscience, like, um, even understanding that, you know, they pretty much shape everything that they do with astrology. You know, there's been quotes about like millionaires don't study astrology, but billionaires do, you know, it's really interesting, but they, they call it pseudoscience so that everybody kind of just fluffs it off. But that was the major thing with all of the ancient, all of the ancient theocracies and everything have always been, it's been about what's up there, you know? Exactly. And so, how, how can we control it and then control what you think about it, right? That's the whole, the whole unholy trinity is that, right? It's not about what's here. It's about what's there. It's about how do we control what you think about it and then bring it all the way back around to exactly like you described, control, 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 control. It's, it's horrific. And so, so yeah. if this happened tomorrow and they said straight up, hey, the aliens were here, you woke up, it was on every headline, every website, I was talking about it, everybody was talking about it, we were talking about it, what would you think? Would your first thought be, holy, be really, holy shit, finally? Or would you be su- suspicious well, of it? No, I'd be really interested in what, they, what they're going to say they think it is. You know, I'd really be interested in hearing that because I already, you know, we already have, that's what I mean. Like, I think that we all, already have an idea about what all of it is and how it connects to us. But I'd like to hear their, <laughs> I'd love to hear their theory on it if they were to come out and say that. And I think that people, I mean, some people it will, for some reason, blow their minds. You know, I mean, I think it'd, it'd be mind-blowing if they've designed it, that it's going to be that way, though, that people are going to be like, I can't believe they've said it. I can't believe they've admitted this. When they've, you know, but even though we know, they know. We know they know. Exactly. And we know that, but we don't know. It's us that doesn't know. <laughs> you know, it's us that are like, I don't know. I'm not sure. You know, like, and there's, but there's all this history going back forever about, about what it might be, you know, what, that these might be gods that they used to call that, that these might be demons, that these might be all kinds of things, <laughs> you know that are relating to the earth on a regular basis, like Jacob Flatter, you know, up and down. So, I mean, it's been going on for, it's probably been going on forever, but I think that to hear the government for some reason, you know, in government itself, governing the mind, you know, to government the mind, it's all about just controlling the masses and keeping them because society will fall if they don't keep it under a very tight wrench, you know, they can't have this kind of power if it's just a bunch of like chief, you know, <laughs> you know, they have to keep it very tightly controlled. And if they're going to bring something like this out, like bringing out the theologians, so that's, it's almost kind of, it's comical, you know? Yeah. And so, so do you think there's something to that, by the way? So I brought up the fact that you called a ways back on one of those shows we did in the past. And we were talking about that communion on the moon. Well, do you think that there's something similar here where they're bringing in priests in particular 
for some other reason than just swaying influence. Because I mean, it, the times have changed. If you, if it was up to me and they said, Mike, you're in charge of handling this and you're working for the government, I'd be like, cool. I get to hire whoever I want. They're like, yeah, I'd hire like PewDiePie. I'd hire like Mr. Beast from YouTube. I'd hire like the like people that are charismatic, have a ton of uh, knowledge about these things and know how to talk to people. Not some right like random stuffy group of theologians, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, well, everything on the planet, everything that's going on in our universe is all affected 100% by what's going up, what's going on in space, what's going on with those stars and those planets and how they're moving. Every little thing about us and our existence here on the Earth, we are in it. You know, we are in the universe that's above us and everything, the way that it's moving, everything and its positions and everything is affecting our lives. And it always has and it's intrinsically a part of our existence. And why do people even, they think that their people are even influenced by the, uh, that these luminaries and spheres have a type of consciousness that are, you know, a type of frequency that affects humanity. These are like the, this is the very basis of Babylonians, Phoenician, the Assyrians, the Akkadians, the Mesopotamians, everyone, everything that any out of the Indus Valley and the Vedics and all of that stuff, every single thing, Judaism, anything you look at, they have, it's all been about this, about that. And we call it quantum physics today quantum mechanics and string theories and so on and so forth. It's always been the same thing, but it's always been about space. You bring in these theologians because it may come down to that to try to explain it in some way, because now they've already defined what alien life is. They've called it some kind of thing, like it's another type of creature, but it's not quite like that, is it? You know, an alien isn't quite exactly like a, like a frog, an undiscovered species of frog or something. It's something much bigger than that. It's coming from, from, the deepest of space when you go out there and look, you know, into that darkness and what's beyond that. It's coming from there. So you can't just come down to people and tell them it's alien life, like it's something, like you discovered a new form of, you know, tortoise or something. So they're going to have to have something. <laughs> they're going to find a way to balance that, you know, if, right. if they ever did. And, and they're also going to want to control it again, control it. Back to the control. People already have their minds made up. They're going to be afraid of it or they're going to believe whatever they're told about it or they already know what they think about it. Exactly. We've got a a theory here on why priests are going to love this. This is from Joe in Florida, our our funeral director friend. He says, yeah, they got the priest because they're going to read us our last rites. (laughs) (laughs) Joe's always got to see it. Well, he would know. (laughs) <laughs> would, he would I think know. he would have a pretty good handle on it. He would know. Yeah, for sure. That's, yeah. Yep. Amazing. Amazing. Uh, got anything else for us, Jennifer? No. No. Uh, well, I hope they do see some stuff up there. There's a lot to see. I hope they'll show it to us. <laughs> you know, because we don't have telescopes like that. So. Not yet. Yeah. 
Not yet. Wait till Elon Musk no, gets on yet. the case. He's going to start making telescopes that are hopefully open source so we can all tune into it and see whatever the hell we want to see. Jennifer, you are the best. Thank you so yeah. much for calling. Thanks for listening. Uh, everybody give Jennifer a follow. She's got a YouTube channel. Scroll down. Link is in the description. And uh, she talks about all kinds of stuff like we do. Aliens, the jinn, the angels, the demons, all the things. You hear her talking about it here. She's also talking about it there. Thank you so much, Jennifer. We'll talk to you soon. Have a great night. Thank you. Have a good night. Thanks, you too. There you go. Simple as that. The phone line works. Discord works. What do you think? This article here back in, uh, from the BBC, the BBC Future, back in December of 2016. 2016, right? They were, uh, the, the headline here is, if we made contact with aliens, how would religions react? Hmm. Well, <laughs> you tell me. I have no idea. Again, like, think about it. Think about it in terms of answers are easy. And I say that and I mean that because they just are. Like, like well, if you ask somebody their opinion and they tell you their opinion as the answer, well, it's just one opinion. It's not the answer, but it's easy because you can say, well, here's what I think, all right? But if you get a bunch of opinions, then it gets sloppy. And then the answer is not so easy. And that's what this is about. That's what this has always been about. Great stuff from everybody tonight, as usual. Uh, I always say it that uh, you guys are our secret weapon, the secret weapon of troubled minds. And uh, now you know. Now you know. You've heard it. And now what's, you know what's going on. And so as we continue here, we're going to keep on taking calls. We're going to go for, let's see, another 30 minutes approximately. So if you want to be part of the show, 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. going to put the phone number up. And then uh, you can click the Discord at troubledminds.org and come join the Discord. And hop in here. And be on the show just like our good friend, Tam Bam. Tam Bam in South Africa. Welcome to Troubled Minds. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Oh, doing very well. You, uh, you, you guys are all like super like radio pros now. You let me ramble in between and then you unmute yourself because you know you're next. And I'm telling you, you guys are on the ball. This is amazing. Well, I have been with you for long enough to know what's what. I know. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> we, we've all grown <laughs> up together and it's kind of cute. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay, so, so I wanted to just go ahead, go ahead. Uh, my. Uh, okay, so I'm really con not concerned. I just want to know, you know, with the priests that they're bringing in, I'm going to say priests or theo. Okay, theo theologians, theologians. Priests, priests is better. Is it, it sounds more. Cre Let's go okay. with priests. It sounds creepier. <laughs> okay, so you know, so you know, everyone does that. I'm a Christian, right? But I'm not a Christian who goes to church. Because I don't like one person telling me their version of this verse and what they think happened there. It's just not my style. I think it's indoctrination. So my my question is, is what is a priest from different religions or is it one religion? Or, I mean, have they got a rabbi and a Catholic priest and a, you know, all different kinds so everyone can get some kind of clarity or is it one like the catholics so sorry for anyone who's catholic but or is, is it just the catholics because if it's just the catholics then we're in fucking trouble <laughs> no so i think the reason it's a group of them is because like you described first there i i think and i'm nearly certain of this they it, it's a bunch of different types right so they and that, this is what i'm saying so imagine if you could like bring in a bunch of religious leaders into one room and you're like trying to find out what's up with the aliens what would be the first thing you ask them would it be like like i described hey are you guys holding out any kind of you know 
ritual shit you're not describing to us? Because <laughs> if so, we need to know about it now. <laughs> it's more like, what are you hiding from us? Not right. if. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So but the thing is, and my problem is, and I will stand by it, you cannot have a few people tell you what, what they're seeing or how they perceive it because it's still their perception. They need to release this to everybody so everyone has their perception. Because whether we like it or not, we do fall under one consciousness. And everyone's opinion is, yes, it's all everyone's opinion, but it's all very important. We all matter. And we can't have a few people indoctrinate us with their opinion. And communion on Mars? For who? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Jesus didn't go to Mars. Jesus came to Earth. Oh, sorry, I'm sorry. Uh, commun- communion on the moon, if I said Mars, I meant the moon. So the Apollo landing... I'm sorry, that was me. I've got Mars in my brain. Yeah, I do that too. I, I say Mars, moon all the time. I, I switch them. And, and, no, yeah. it's okay. It's okay, yeah, yeah. So so it, it did happen. In the Apollo landing, it did happen. They, they actually like went off radio for a second so they could do their little communion ritual on the moon itself. And the weird part about that thing was, is that we, we talked about it back when we did that secret space program show and Jennifer called in and brought it up. And, and it's like, so what were they trying to contact? Like, like there, it seemed like there was a ritual contact thing happening now that they were finally outside the bounds of the earth. You know what I'm saying? It's like they were kind of, mm. yeah, ritually trying to, I don't know, contact what? Well, it- She's right. It does sound like a ritual, and it does not sound like communion. Because firstly, communion is actually an act in remembrance of, of you know, uh, Jesus, you know, uh, sharing the uh, wine for his blood and the bread as his body. It, it's just a remembrance. That's all it is. It's not like this calling of divinity or whatever. So it can't be, it couldn't have been communion. It had to be a ritual. Right, exactly. Because and they didn't have the appropriate uh, things, right? I mean, they were they had a moonlander for crying out loud, and and so I don't know. I, I, you can call it whatever you want to call it, but it is definitely some weird ritual on the moon that they actually clicked off. Mm-hmm. Oddly enough, too, right? Even back in the the, the late sixties. Why do you think you would piss people off if you did it like a Catholic communion, right? Because because of the Protestants and the regular Christians and all the rest of the, like we were we were too embarrassed then to even put it live on the air, like live on the radio transmission. So they kind of clicked over no. and did it in private. It, it, it seems it seems like it was a hidden thing, and uh, we we something's about, up, right? Something's up. Something's up. Yeah. I'm yeah, sorry. If you are a religious person and you believe in your faith wholeheartedly you don't care who you're talking to you will do your thing in in, in praise of your religion you wouldn't do it privately you do it publicly so it, it really does all stem to some kind of ritualistic thing who are they calling what but the thing is they're not even going to tell us with the james um web telescope they're not going to tell us i've told i've said this before is that they can't they have to tell you what they're doing Okay, so they released this telescope just the right way China said they're going to the dark side of the moon. They told you they were doing this, and then they landed. Have you heard anything from it? No. I mean, I just watched a Chinese um, program last night called um, 
something about a uh, lunar sea or something like that, uh, the lunar ocean. Um, and that's the only thing I can actually quantify that maybe they're releasing that information on the, from the dark side of the moon because it all makes sense. They're not going to tell you what's happening with James Webb. They're telling you, oh, we released the telescope and maybe we found this and maybe we found that, but they're not going to give us all the information. No fucking way. Who are we? We're just we individuals. Just we're, we're, the, we're the plebs, the unwashed masses, Tam. <laughs> we're nobody. <laughs> but Exactly. But together, we're somebody very important, aren't we? Well, that's the thing. And I wish more people realized that is that we actually, the majority rules. Um, but also the majority of money rules, and that sits with minority, which is um, disgusting. Fucking actually. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> Hundred percent, uh, Robert. I mean, uh, go ahead. Go yeah. Ahead. No, go ahead. No, no. Carry on. Uh, Robert on Rockfin says, "My father always told me never to buy a car at a lot that features a Christian message, Christian message on a portable sign. He said they'll cheat you and the Lord both." <laughs> well, exactly right, and this is my thing. I mean, you know, you guys know. Like I said, I'm a Christian, but I'm not going to go to church and listen to some person tell me everything because, firstly, context, and secondly, you weren't there. And thirdly, it's a King James Bible, and King James wasn't even a Christian. So, shush, don't talk to me. Yeah, and then and then and then tell you have the audacity to tell you your interpretation might be wrong. <laughs> oh, you know, I, I will. If I'm one, I'm one of those people. If I don't, I will stand up. If I ever go to church service and I disagree, I will stand up and say you're wrong. So, <laughs> shit, I'm sure that goes over well. No, well, that's why I don't go, right? <laughs> exactly, exactly. Well, that see, that makes perfect sense now. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. It's it's a uh, okay. It's rough. I don't know. So so what what would happen with you? All right. So if tomorrow morning you wake up on every newspaper, on every website, on every television channel, they're saying the aliens are here, confirmed. Everybody's in lockstep. All the propaganda, even the opposing propaganda, is now in the same boat, and they're telling you, "Hey, aliens are here." How would you feel? I would do exactly what Jennifer said. I would want to know more. I want to. Wa I want to know how they first would tell us. Secondly, what their opinion is, and thirdly, I need we need evidence. But also saying all that, we know of all the technology and the holograms and the um, the UAPs that are human made. In any case, we know that that all there. So would we take it at face value and or would we be scared or would we be skeptical? I would say I would sit more on the skeptical side. Because why would they tell us now? They, they would be in so much trouble because they've been lying for all these years. They don't want to be caught out. So that there would be some kind of deception plan saying, oh, we didn't know and everything else was a hoax, but this is real. How would we even believe them? That's that's exactly the question. Believe. Yeah, no. Same, you and me both. We'd be like, wait, wait, wait. Where is this coming from? Let's let's find the actual source because if, if I'm listening to Don, no offense, Don Lemon or Sean Hannity or both, tell me about aliens. 
those guys can fuck right the fuck off. <laughs> We're not, I'm not doing exactly. that. I'm not taking this from a propagandist. Okay. Period. Because they just pay what they're, they say what they're paid to say and that's it. And so do they, every once in a while you'll get some journalist have a crisis of conscience after they sucked in tens of millions of dollars. Then they swap networks. Mm -hmm. And then do it for the other side. <laughs> you're like, oh, there's well, a crisis just, of yeah. conscience. <laughs> you're, now you're a propagandist for the other side. It's so stupid. It's all so stupid. But yeah, okay. But do you, okay, so do you, do you think this is going to happen then? So you, you would be suspicious. You would want more information. I agree with you. You'd be suspicious. Do you think something's going to happen with this James Webb telescope? Do you think there are going to find maybe an alien techno signature or something like that? Well, they say, they claim it's, they claim to say that James Webb Telescope can see, you know, the, the, what happened after, you know, creation or the Big Bang. And they can see 200 million years after a certain event. And they could see how a black hole was formed and or planets disintegrated. I mean, come on. You can see that from light years. How, how would that even work? I'm not saying I know everything and I'm, I'm a scientist, but logically, how would you see creation? Okay. The beginning of creation. It's complicated, but I'll, here's the nutshell. So with yeah. the Hubble telescope, we're able to, through what's known as gravitational lensing, using like the yes. curvature of light around, uh, say something like a heavy mass object, like a black hole or like a supermassive star, we're able to use it in terms of not just the power of the telescope itself, but then use a star way out there as some sort of magnifying glass, okay? But now we're taking the James Webb up there, which is what, it's like 100 times more powerful than the Hubble or something like that. I don't know the actual number of times better. And with the old telescopes, we were actually almost able to see the very first galaxies back in time. Because, right, it, the way it works is, a light year is one year for light to travel. So if we're looking 100 million light years away, the light we see from that galaxy is not as it is now. It's as it was 100 million years ago. So because it's finally reaching us now, you see. So it is being able to travel back in time. So in some sense, just because of the vast distances, if we can do some of that, we can maybe get there because they're able to see almost that far back now. There is a point where it goes, it goes dark because we can't see far enough. But this new telescope yeah. should be able to give us access to at least a little bit more. So I don't know if we're going to be able to peep creation, but there you go. There's the nutshell version. Yeah, but that's still human science. Human science doesn't mean that it works for galactic science. Of course. Of, yeah. Well, of course. Of it course. could also be spinning us utter crap because of one person who came up with this theory and it's just got taught down the lines it could also be crap i just you just don't know until you're there or it happened or you you see it for yourself i'm still so skeptical i just i don't understand maybe i should just go research the science of it first and just ponder um because it sounds more like quantum quantum science than anything else and that's, and it's in a nutshell, so difficult to understand. I mean, looking deeper, I don't know. I don't know what to say. Actually. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's and, yeah, no, I agree. Do, do I think it's possible to view like the Big Bang or the beginning or whatever they want to call it? I don't think so. I, I think there's going to be some sort of barrier, of course, 
because at some point there has to be. Even if you can spy that far back into the beginning of time, there's still going to be some sort of barrier. I think it's going to be like um, that darkness, that viewing into, you know, trying to look into a black hole past the event horizon. It's going to be a similar. You're only going to see so much and then it's going to go black. You know, it makes sense. Dark. Because, exactly, because if they can do that, then why haven't they told us about parallel universes? Surely knowing that there's parallel universes is much easier to detect than the beginning of creation, the Big Bang. Then why aren't the easier stuff being known than something that's actually so difficult to comprehend? Mm, you got me. There's a whole there's there's debate about all that too. Like so, some some of the astrophysicists say that no no you, that stuff is not even real. It's theoretical. And some say no no there's stuff to suggest it's real. The dark matter stuff, the primordial black holes. There's a lot. Like I'm, I'm really super into it more than your average person, but clearly not like your standard astrophysicist. But, but yeah, I'm with you. It's a, it, it's a lot. But isn't, isn't it, it? Like throw all that out. Isn't it really freaking fun to just think about that stuff? It is because it makes life less mundane, doesn't it? It makes your average thinking less boring and your life less uninteresting because you know what, what is life you sleep eat wake up work whatever you have to do but knowing that there's events over the horizon happening and there might be something out there it's so exciting to know that finally we're in a generation that we get the answer but how many countless of generations have always wanted to know is there really life and is there proof can they just bring us the proof are we that generation? Are we that lucky? Let's hope so. I'm crossing my fingers. Let's hope so. Can you imagine, like Galileo or Copernicus or some of these guys that how they're they missing out? Crap their pants if they saw just the Hubble footage. <laughs> like they would they just be like, "Yes, I knew it. I was right." <laughs> Doesn't it make you feel more special that you were born in this time? Because life in itself is just a miracle, right? I got to tell so you what we're if, born in. Exactly. Yeah. Yes, I got to tell you what, like I always, I keep saying, and I, I mean this, may you live in interesting times, and I, for damn sure we, we certainly do, don't we? Right, so I'm actually super excited, super excited. I'm pumped. Bring us the pictures of the aliens. I want to see it. I want to see it. For real. For real. And I'm also skeptical. I've been fear-mongering us for so long through movies that are they doing this to, you know, the the planned alien invasion or contact where they fear mongered us so much. And when they do, they are here, then the government will say, stay close. We'll protect you from the bad aliens. Don't worry. And then we are subject to their, I don't know what it is. We're, we're, we're once again, we're slaves to um, the government. To the information that they allow us to have. Mm. And it's, yeah, it's a shame. It's a shame. Yeah, you're 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 seeing Go ahead, go ahead. Well, I can't just we we just be free and just have everything. <laughs> own nothing, happy with it. We'll have everything and be happy with it. I love it. See, yeah. that's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. We'll have everything and be happy with it. And that's what this is about. It's about this is why we should have nice things because there's people out there that can handle it. There's people that are not just giant egos walking around that are trying to just suck up everything for themselves. There are people out there that are 
right, that are solid, you know, that are genuine. Genuine, yes. Uh, there's a lot of good words, you know. Like again, you you can dump on humanity all you want, but for every like dark soul, there's a light soul as well. There's somebody out there doing God's work, and whatever you want to term that as, the God's work. There's somebody doing it, you know. There's people out there, and so uh, that's why I hate to be negative on humanity too much. Other than I don't trust the government because <laughs> yeah. I don't. Because I don't. Yeah, me too. But you know, because generally humanity are actually decent. We actually just want peace and calm and happiness. We don't want hurt and pain and negativity. We actually just are decent people. Hey, the ones, the ones that are, the ones that are, because there's a whole bunch of ones that are doing us a disservice by being uh, terrible. And so that's that's a whole different conversation, but uh, we're going to keep bringing the light tan bam and uh, doing the best we can. How about that? We got got an agreement there. Yes, absolutely. Okay. Okay. I'm going to go. Because I'm going to take Coco, my new doggy. Nice. To the oh, vet. yeah. Your, your new dog is adorable. Uh, have, have fun. Thank you for calling in. Thanks for waking up early for us, as always. Happy holidays to you and the family. We'll talk to you soon. You're the best, Dan Bam. Yes, definitely. Bye. Thank you. Have a great, great afternoon. All right. Let's roll. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Let's keep on going. We got more. There's more. There's always more. We got uh, Jay in New York on the line, which we're going to go to in just a moment. We're going to jump to Joseph real quick first. Uh, let's go to Joseph in Iowa. What's up, my friend? Welcome back to the show. What's on your mind, my man? Um, well, I just, uh, I kind of forgot the original thought, but I was listening to her say, like, everyone get everything they ever wanted, you know, and uh, I, I wonder the steps it would take in preparation for a world like that, you know? And like, cause if you did that now, a lot of people would die. I mean, I couldn't imagine like all the people getting whatever they wanted and yeah, just, you can, you can imagine. I mean, I, I, I can't imagine really. Yeah, like but, like yeah. So so take take it from the other perspective. If you were like, let's say Joseph was the president, and they're like, okay, here's what we know. They told you, and they said, well, we can't let everybody know these things. We can let them know those things, but we do know there's some things we don't know, and shit's about to go down. Like, how would you handle that too, right? As like somebody who's supposed to lead that message. So I'm not saying I have sympathy for a government who's been lying to us forever, but I am saying if it landed in my lap, I'd just be like, well, shit, like, like throw out all the election cycles aside. Let's just tell humans the truth. You know what I mean? Like there's only one way to do it. In my opinion, at that point, it just, let's tell people the truth. This is what we know. This is what we don't know. And well, they're on the way. You know what I mean? I, I think, that, what do they say? The saying goes, the truth will set you free, right? Yeah, I mean, if they said that they're on the way, if we look back and we've seen some, like, branching out and we were able to, like, tap into timelines and we're seeing some, like, some progression, just not towards us but all around us or coming towards us, then I could see that spark a huge run in evolution not uh, like technological evolution they could use it as a as a definite push i was thinking maybe they could uh see the i I know we talked about this i don't know when there was like a dedicated server that i was talking about 
Yep. That could serve. If it survived the end of time, maybe it could be there in the beginning of time. So if you were able to beam back into the beginning of time or near the beginning of time, maybe you can see this unnatural thing and that's not going to be branching out. That's just going to be a thing there. Well, you hope so, right? You, you hope that it's going to be a good thing. Right. Yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, uh, the, the fun thing about speculation is uh, we get to speculate it kind of with impunity. Uh, if you're the guy or the gal or the somebody making decisions, um, <laughs> shit gets real awfully fast, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Appreciate it, my man. We got to go to Jay because we got to wind this down because uh, we got another yep. show after this. Because that's right, Michael Strange no is the hardest working man in the radio business. So wait, wait. Final thought. I don't want to run you off just like that. But uh, so, so what do you think? What do I think regarding this conversation? Like, yeah, just whatever, just whatever. Just d- didn't want to run you off instantly like that. Just give you a little bit more time I to mean, say whatever you want to see say. Into the past. I would be interested in the shape of everything, you know, like if they can see and how would you capture everything in a hole and how would you know, like the beginning of the big bang, if you can't even see the end of the galaxies, you know, how do you know it's not all coming from somewhere else and like something exploded downstream? Ah, ah, Yes, right? I like it. I like the thought, right? Maybe there was a further out, multiple Big Bang. See? There you go, man. That's what I'm saying. I don't know. Beautiful thought. Beautiful thought. How do you know? Even if you think you see the beginning, is it really the beginning at all? Joseph, you're the man. Appreciate it, brother. Great stuff as always. We'll talk to you soon. All righty. Have a great night. Thank you very much. Uh, Hydro Hose, link in the description. Check him out. Got a YouTube channel doing his thing. All right. So we're, we're just hanging out, talking about amazing stuff, and we're going to continue, right? So we'll, we're going to finish up here in the next five minutes or so. We'll go a little bit long to give uh, Jay some time to talk because Jay's our good friend, and uh, he, he needs time to talk to. And, uh, well, then we'll be doing a... Well, another show tonight. That'll be three in one day. That'll be the news show. That'll be this show and the next one. The next one's we're going to talk about the Matrix Resurrection. So if you haven't seen that, it's going to be spoiler heavy. We will reiterate that again heavily when we begin. But let's skip that and we'll get there when we get there. Let's go to our good friend Jay in New York. Welcome, my man. How are you? I think he was ready. Passcodes on the phone they timed out i was walking around with me in a pocket listening hey man um, you're supposed to do that retina scan what's wrong with you <laughs> I, I i rub my fingerprint off working <laughs> yeah okay and i can't touch the thing so i have to do it like three times to get the passcode to come up nice it's like, damn it damn it but why? um <laughs> for the love of god why <laughs> What happened when I could just turn, push the button and the phone came on? Now you have to have a passcode. But, sorry, Mike, um, for not being ready. Uh, you're okay, you're okay. Brilliant today. I mean, really. The You're saying that thing is 80 million years it can see? 80 million light years away? 
is that am I making that up or was it twenty or how far back can it see? I, I, With the light I, coming all the no, way across the galaxy at one year. No, no, we're talking billions. They, I think the, the the universe is, by best estimates, around thirteen billion years old. So that's how many light years away the Big Bang is postulated to happen. So yeah, thirteen billion ish, somewhere in that range. And this satellite that we just threw up on Christmas Day, so it's kind of out of the news cycle to bring up the other conversations. Can see back that far? That's what they're thinking? They can do that? Yeah, that's the hope. We'll see. So so that's what's going to happen. We'll, we'll find out in approximately six months as if they're honest with us and the imaging we get back. But that they're hoping they'll be able to see as far back as possible to the Big Bang era. So yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be approximately 13 billion years by modern science estimates. Yep. So now you're going to hire on 24 theologians because they're not all priests. Because we know how priests work out in that show that we had the other extra show about. The van won't spoil it for anyone. What was that show? The Midnight Mass. Midnight Mass. Yeah, yeah. Priests are horrible. But, um... So you add all those people in. Why wouldn't you add the geeks and the dorks and the sci-fi guys in there and let them all live stream that? You paid $80 million, billion for the thing to send it up there? That's where I was getting my 80 from, I think. Yeah, yeah, but, uh, yeah. I think at ten, eight, 8 to $10 billion was the overall cost of that, the James Webb telescope. So, yeah. And then, yeah, being able to see back 12.8 or $13 billion light years yeah you go wild stuff so so what do you think about the conversation then though if this shit went down tomorrow and they said hey by the way the aliens are here what would you say what would you think what would you do well what would i do yeah. i'd probably do the same thing you did probably have a really light back breakfast and throw myself into <laughs> all the news that was coming up i'm not going to make it in today you know just i'd be too busy reading if I did come in, but um, that's probably what I would do. But I think, you know, we riot during, you know, soccer games and basketball games and World Series winning and all that stuff like that. There'd be people throwing bricks through windows and everything, you know. I really think that would happen just because people would freak out, you know. They would, you know, some people have been taught their whole life to deny the idea of it. I don't know. I, I don't want to keep you, Mike. I really don't because I'm really interested to see how this Matrix show works out that's, that's shortly. Right. We're on a schedule. We got plenty of time. So we just have to dip out for about 10 minutes or so so I can make a new thumbnail and do a, do the thing up again and talk to James and Derek real quick. But we're, we're okay. So so we, we got another 10 minutes for you or so. So, uh, so go ahead. Go ahead. What are your thoughts on this? Actually, if you want to, and I would appreciate it very much, give me like... 60 seconds, because, you know, us old guys got to hit, hit the loo once in a while. If you want to tell us your thoughts, I'll get you on a speaker, and I'll step away and be right back. Pretty pleased. That's fine, Mike. Yes. Go right ahead. I, Jay, Jay in New York, I, take it away. Your show for 60 seconds. Be right back. Thanks, Mike. Um, I just, I really think adding the religion and everything else like that into that is like they're coming back to with the things that I saw in the chat and the other callers about, you know, they've been telling us stuff in movies forever, you know. You, 
how did they come up with the idea that that's where they wanted to point at? You're not, you know, you're going north, south, east, west, X, Y, Z, you know, you're pointing in a certain direction and that's not really the only direction you're going to be looking at it. Why'd you pick that direction? Do they know something biblically because that is that why they asked the priest? Does it have something to do with all the other things that we talk about, you know, ancient structures and all that people looking into why you build things certain ways? I mean, there's a, how much stuff have they been hiding from us forever and ever if they came out and they told us about it now? I mean, I really think a lot of people would probably not be happy because it would prove that we've been lied to for millennia. Mm-hmm. Just, I don't really know if I agree with the religion aspect of it because I really think that, you know, we should get the sci-fi guys in there. Let them take a look at the pictures and come up with the ideas that they think. They yeah. share it with everyone. Yeah, the uh well I think I think the thing is thanks for the thanks for the breather there. Uh, the thing is that I I don't know, like like again, like who 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 has the best ideas? You know what I'm saying? And I and I'm not saying it's a competition. I am saying that they shouldn't be bottlenecked and redacted and held from us. You know what I'm saying? Like there's that's part of the problem. I think that's, you know, we, we end up, we're like, humanity is an amazing thing. One, one of the, the best parts about humans is we're so adaptable. So, well, just tell us. Why, us wouldn't, they, why wouldn't they tell all of us, Mike? Hit, hit I mean, look at the people that call into the show and listen to the show and everything else like that. That would be a brilliant think tank to run an idea by that. You give us a different idea every night, and we come up with brilliant conversations about it because everyone calls in, gives their takes and chats and makes their jokes and all that. But we're having an intelligent conversation. That's something that doesn't happen anymore, you know? Too busy watching your TikTok videos or whatever it is that people do during the day. Shop for shoes. But I just, I really look at that as like, What's going on on the Mars rover? Why can't you go online at any time and see exactly what that dude's seeing from NASA? We paid for that. You know, they didn't some they didn't reach in their pocket and pull out that money to build all that crap to send it up there. The telescope, that any of it at all. I mean, the telescope was the multinational undertaking. All those people's probably paid taxes into that. You know, they. It should be free and live, you know, just so you can give your take on it. I mean, what does that look like to you? I don't know. It looks like an armada headed towards Earth. <laughs> looks like they'll be here in like 23 million light years, judging by my math. And then let all the math guys get on it. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, it's only going to be 10. Crap. Exactly. You know. Exactly. Get See the sci-fi there. guys out there to study the ship so we can come up with some kind of defense here. Exactly. <laughs> well, we're we're uh, take apart the world propulsion engine and we're going to build ourselves a wave motion gun. <laughs> Uh, Derek says, "Imagine if they turn it on and just see a giant eye staring back at us." <laughs> Uh, uh, that would be like fuck. <laughs> like, damn it! I knew it. Sauron was out there. Sauron was the, out there. The burning eye from the Lord of the Rings, right? 
Yeah, yeah be exactly. One does, not, one does not simply turn on the James Webb telescope. <laughs> that meme. Jeez. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know. That's uh, that's why we do this to have, have some fun, kick it and uh, talk, talk about the cosmos. Because if we're not, who the hell is right? Well, it's mental yoga for us. I love that. You know, I mean, it's just it's. You get out of the box of normal thinking of whatever it is. And you let your mind wander and listen to what other people have to say or chat about. And it's like, it's crazy that you, it's an exercise to keep you from getting dementia or something. Yeah, you know? exactly. Exactly. Wait, you know, you know, the other way to not get dementia, <laughs> where's Robert when you need him? <laughs> Wasn't there like one of the ED pills or something yeah, like that? that there's a, there's a Viagra, Viagra connection. <laughs> I'm waiting for waiting for Robert to call back now to tell us about the uh, the Viagra connection. What's up, Adana? Uh, just got kicked off. Can't see me. Get back on. Say uh, good 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 night. Thank you, thank you, Adana, for hanging out with us. Uh, all right, all right, Jay. So uh, we're about there. A uh, couple more minutes here. We'll play some outro music. You got a Jaytro for us? I do. Okay. So before that, your final thought here. If this goes down, if the James Webb Telescope spots some shit, you think they're going to tell us? And if they do, what happens? What, what's your uh, final thought here? They're not going to tell us. Or if they do, it's <laughs> going to be like some watered-down version of six pages of nothingness. Nothing burger. Um, More nothing burger. If they do, yeah, if they do, like all the theologians that got there, the Buddhist priest, the rabbi, and all that that got in there, says, look, you got to tell them. Um, it's, people are going to change. It's going to, I really think that it'll change us. I don't think it would be like a, you know, people might stop paying their taxes, you know, but I don't think it, you know, people might start looking at things differently, knowing that the world is a much bigger place than just our little rock floating through where we are you know, yeah people start to question a lot of things yeah i guess it's the context like like if we if we say you know alien techno signatures a billion miles a billion light years away it's different than like well they'll be here on tuesday <laughs> so yeah, i guess context is really that the devil that devil necessary devil in the detail right yeah absolutely absolutely great shit as always jay appreciate you my man Let's play some outro. Let's do the Jatro. Let's do a Jatro. What do you say? Yes, sir. Okay, you ready for this? You know how it works. Wait, wait till the bass drops. Here we go. I'm gonna just smash the button and dance. Cool. It gives me time to find it. <laughs> Even better. <laughs> uh. The only way to make sense out of change is to plunge into it, move with it, and join the dance. It's Alan Watts. Nice. I love it. So pertinent, point on point as usual. Jay, you're the best. Good stuff. Good stuff. If you guys love the show, please spread the word. You want to help us? There's a Patreon. There's a Rockfin you can sub up to. You can sub up on the Twitch channel. You can find all those links at troubledminds.org. Uh, if you don't want to pay and you love the show, spread the word. 
uh, listen to the podcast feed. There's ads baked in. Pennies come this way. Pennies add up. I appreciate that very much. And that's it. We're done. The bad news is we get to do this, Jay. The bad news is we're done. The good news is, God willing, in approximately 20 minutes, 21 minutes, we got another show coming up right now. We're going to be talking about The Matrix Resurrections, right? That new movie. So I can't stress this enough. If you're going to hang around for the, the last one, thank you for spending your time with us. I appreciate it. I'm honored by that. I'm always honored by that. However, spoiler alert, spoiler alert. Don't jump into that one not have, having seen the movie or minding spoilers because it's going to suck if you're like, oh, they blew it for me. I got a spoiler, by the way. I'll tell you in the next one how I got screwed on a spoiler. It's like it's like the most like cliffhanger moment of the whole movie, and I saw a Google news feed. I'm like, fuck, why? Why would you put that in the headline? I'm like two days after the movie came. I was so mad. I was so mad. So... We're not going to do that here. We'll do it there. Spoiler alert. Jay, let's get the hell out of here, bro. I'll take the spoilers from you guys. Just okay. like I want to hear the aliens come from you. I'm sure we'll get an extra show that day. Yeah, hell yeah. We'll probably get two okay. extra shows that day. <laughs> I have a marathon. <laughs> exactly. The marathon. The alien marathon. The aliens are invading Troubled Minds Marathon. Oh, boy. All right. So as we finish... You know how this goes. We'll be back in approximately 20 minutes with Derek and James, and we're going to do The Matrix, the Zeitgeist discussion. And it goes a little something like this. Be sure, be strong, be true. Thank you for listening. From our troubled minds to yours, have a great night. And we'll see you in about 20 minutes. If you're on the podcast feed, well, that will also be on the podcast feed. You can catch it there. Heavy spoiler alerts. I can't stress it enough. I'm going to say it like hell when we start that as well. But let's go. Let's get the hell out of here, Jay. Wet Chihuahua, engage. Catch you guys later in about 20 minutes. We'll see you then. Thanks, Jay. Thanks, everyone, for hanging out with us. Here we go. My dog's back here chewing on a box. She's so bad. All right. They all are. <laughs> they all are. Exactly. All right. All right. I'll let all you right. go, man. Get your stuff together. I won't be there. I'll take the spoilers from you. Sir, sounds good. Catch you in a bit. Michael Str- it's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app to shop for this season's essentials any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details.